For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode of the Nate Lamb Podcast is brought to you by the Perfect Gene and Butcher Box. Hello, folks, and hey, Barry, welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargatze, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Dusty right. Slate. All right. Everybody's back. Everybody's yeah. back. Back at it. We went to Disney uh, last week, and we, because it, it rained on us, so that we ended up having, we stayed until I was able to get back. Can you but, still do stuff at Disney when it's raining? Yeah, it wasn't like, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't fun. It's like you get wet after hours. It's not like it's just a downpour. It just does not let up. Yeah. You just dry, <clears throat> ride the haunted mansion a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> Sets indoors. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or the Epcot. Sorry. <laughs> What's the Epcot? I thought Epcot was the name of the place. I think <laughs> it's the big. <laughs> man, my voice. The big golf ball. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the big golf ball thing. <laughs> we're a minute and a half here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, I think, man, she's been kind of beat up on the road. <laughs> I'm home this week. So that's what it is. But yeah, it was, uh, we had a good time. And uh, <clears throat> my niece and nephew came and they have not been. And so it was just fun. It was like, uh, you know, Disney is, is uh, super fun. My my nephew wants to ride everything, and you know you do realize like because we didn't go to Universal. He's been to Universal. He's just never been to Disney or the other stuff. There's just not a ton of like for you know someone that's into riding all crazy roller coasters at Disney. I mean, not crazy. Space Mountain. Okay, this is Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you like roller coasters. <clears throat> that that's what you're saying. Uh, you're really into that. I don't. I don't know if I. I, I wrote them because he wants to ride them. Oh, oh, okay. But it's. I do. I used to. Yeah, I do. I don't mind roller coasters, but uh, I don't like go. But if I don't ride them, I'm fine not riding them. You know. Yeah, I always felt like Disney was not the real ride place. Yeah, Six Flags was the ride place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit of danger. Yeah, so yeah. They Six did. Flags. Well, they yeah. did Epcot. They did uh, with Animal Kingdom. They have the Everest roller coaster. I mean, they had. There's roller coasters in different things of the park but it, it's uh but it's still like the most fun but i mean yeah you need to kind of if you once a kid gets a little bit older you kind of need them to like disney's like i think fun for younger 
and then uh, it's just probably that. Mm-hmm. How you old's know, your nephew? Uh, nine. Oh, that's probably perfect <clears throat> age, right? Yeah. No, it is. He yeah. loves it, yeah. but it's he also wants to ride every yeah. scare. He wants everything to be scary, and there's it's. He's trying to ride, and he's yeah. not that into Donald <clears throat> Duck these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like Space Mountain's uh, scary because it's inside. They have Tron. They have a new ride, Tron. Like it's. I mean, we we hit it all up. Uh, but it was uh, Tron. The Tron ride is unreal, and that one is wild. Oh, it looks like you're sitting on a Peloton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that ride is very crazy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's like I said, like Six Flags. Or, yeah. So you need to like that's where it's like eight roller coasters that mm-hmm. are just just a drop. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the Mind Bender, the Georgia Cyclone, Georgia the Scream Cyclone. Machine. Those were the big ones when mm-hmm. I was when I was mm-hmm. going. The Viper. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. You remember any of those? I don't know if you guys went to. I remember the Scream Machine. I didn't go. I was a coward. I showed oh, okay. up and uh, was too afraid to go on anything. But I watched my siblings do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The Viper was the one you just you're sitting still and then it just takes off. Like just out of nowhere, and yeah. then you do a loop, go up, come back down, do another loop, real fast. Right, yeah. pretty wild though. Strikes twice. That's what yeah. The ones the that shoot you out are always like they're. It's because it's the just just tick tick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that stuff gets like. But once you get going, it's very fun. That first that first little climb mm-hmm. though is really uh, it builds oh, it up, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. And you just know I couldn't stop now if I wanted to. Yeah, I'm stuck on this. Thing. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. I always say you can't get out. Nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't want to get out. I want to get out the whole time. No, I mean, I want to get yeah. out the whole time, but you're also like, you want your thing to <laughs> you pull it down and you're just. Like, <laughs> well, that's true. You don't want to fall out. Yeah. What about uh, you used to work at the one here, right? What was that? Opryland. Opryland? Yeah. I remember coming here. I rode the hangman. Yeah. That was a, that was a pretty wild one. One of the yeah. last ones they added before they yeah. closed. Yeah. Hang, yeah. Hangman. Yeah. Uh, would y'all call it a hangman? Hangman, yeah. I think that's a <laughs> yeah. hangman's noose. I think that's <laughs> yeah. what you call it. A hangman? A hangman, yeah. <clears throat> Sounds it, like a call it the last thing. Hangman. This is one where your feet are dangling off. Of yeah. This thing. Oh, yeah, man. it was great. That was like one of the last ones that they put in that was uh, kind of a cra- That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And you call that hangman. Hangman. The hangman. That's one word, I think. The hangman. Hangman. Yeah. So if you play hangman... I don't know if you, I feel like that you do say hangman because that's a, you know, that's what that game's called, hangman. Because you're really trying to hang a man in that game. Yeah. <laughs> this is, looks like here. Well, you're not trying to hang news. anyone though. You're just, you know, you're riding. Yeah. Well, why does that change how you say the word? Well, I think it's descriptive of what's going on. Okay. Just yeah. hang. And then you put a little T at the end. That's how I like hang- to do it. Yeah. Hangment. <laughs> He got called out for that last week. And I still uh, don't get it. I, yeah. I, I still don't hear. Like, people keep saying I say a T after good, but I'm like, I'm. I, oh, yeah. I say that's <laughs> called good. a D at the end. Good. I just yeah. pronounce all the letters. Well, yeah, you yeah. hit it right just now, but good. It was five seconds ago, you, you, I heard you it. That, even that time was just a little. T- t- yeah, but that's like, that's the D at the end. Good. But the D is the d d d and you and how do you guys say it? Good. I say yeah, like it's spelled. Say it again. Good. 
Oh, you go good every yeah. time. Every time. Yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how I say it. Yeah, the italicizing. <laughs> good time. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, that's like Nate Land. Sometimes people are uh, they say Nate Land, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, it's not. I always think Nate Land. Yeah, but then they'll say, well, it's, it's not Cleveland. It's Cleveland. Nate. Oh, Nate. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it's Nate Land, but that's the point. They'll make some places are pronounced. We do that yeah, in the Cleveland. South though with Ville, Louisville, Cookville, yeah. Louisville. Yeah. Well, Louisville's its own thing, but any- no. But I'm looking at it as like two words, Nate Land. Yeah, but it's one word, right? Yeah, but that's what he's saying with that. But Nate Nateland is weird. Nateland but is weird. Hangman. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that has a flow to it. But I, I'm watching the Nateland podcast. Doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. Yeah, but crazy. I mean, the Hangman. The Hangman sounds like a family. The Hangman family. <laughs> yeah, and. And maybe that's what we thought it was, you know, yeah. just a family. We didn't realize it was so violent. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. a family ride. You didn't see that ride with the hangman's. Yeah. You go, oh. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. I think we got a picture. Me and my mom wrote it. Mm. That was great. I loved Opryland. Yeah. I went to Opry Mills yesterday. I have vertigo kind of now. <laughs> and uh, I got on the carousel <laughs> with my daughter and I was like, whoa. Mm. So I don't think I can do any rides now. Yeah. The carousel was a wild to me. You just got vertigo like kind of? Well, I had it, like it hit yeah. me real bad one time. It's like where you can't stand. Yeah. yeah. But now I feel like sometimes I just get like a little dizzy. Uh, what, is it like, is that what it feels? Jason Day, the golfer, uh, had it where he had to stop playing. He couldn't even walk. Yeah. yeah it's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a move that you can do, a maneuver. So, and that works. What is it? Yeah, what is it? Well, you need a person, really, but you sit on the bed. We got one. You sit. Aaron? Well, you know, I'm not dizzy right now, but uh, oh. <laughs> you 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 sit on the bed, like, and then you kind of go backwards with your head leaning off the back and then turn it and then and then turn it, but tilt it down a little bit for mm. about 30 seconds and then tilt and then and then you roll your whole body over that way yeah. and stay like that. And that's supposed to balance you out. Is it like all your blood gets back to the? It's all well, just they say water. there's these crystals in your ear. And yeah. That's what people say, and that they need to get balanced back out. Oh. That's what my chiropractor said, and yeah. then somebody I was telling you guys about it on the podcast, yeah. and then some guy emailed saying, "Oh, you got to go see a real doctor," and then he was telling me what it was, and I was like, "Well, that's exactly what my chiropractor just said." Mm-hmm. So maybe don't be so aggressive towards the guy. <laughs> and so does it solve it for good or just solves it in the moment that it's happening? Yeah, I don't I don't know why it starts and I don't think anybody really knows. So I don't know that you can solve it for good. Did you bang your head like well, trying I'm to get sure. all the crystals all evened out? Um well I don't know. I mean they say there's just, you know, like we all have crystals in our ears. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a lot of copper in the ground? Because that could cause it. Is that right? <laughs> um he buries the, copper in his yard to for, I forgot why is it? Well, it's you know to collect energy from the air. Oh yeah, for the plants. Yeah, right, right. That's why I had such a great garden this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Electro, what do they call it? electroculture? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I don't think that's what caused the vertigo, or else all my family would have it, and then we would be like, all right, we got to do something <laughs> yeah, about what's going on yeah. around here. Yeah. I, the first time I experienced it was in Salt Lake City, and I thought that it was like, ele- like the altitude. altitude sickness. Yeah, but it's wild. And then the next time it was right before I had a baby. Like we were in bed, and my wife was like, "I think I'm going into labor," and I jumped up 
and was like ready to go. I mean, I was packing up, ready to go. And she goes, oh, no, I think it's okay. So then I laid back down. And then next day I woke up, I had vertigo. Mm-hmm. You blame her. She blames herself. I didn't blame her. Yeah. She said she thinks it was stress related. Yeah. You know. You stressed out about anything now? Uh, I don't ever think I'm stressed, but maybe mm-hmm. my body mm-hmm. just uh, handles it in a I different always, way. Uh, I always think that too. I don't ever think I'm stressed, but then you, um, but then it's like, well, I have to be stressed. Yeah. I, think, I don't think I like saying it. I think just going on stage has got to be stressful. stressful. Yeah. Well, I got full on white hair now. And and the, the the girl cutting my hair was like, you've been stressed out a bunch, and I was like, oh, maybe, yeah, I don't know. But I have full on white hair all on the sides of my head. Oh, like mine? Yeah, well, not not there. not as pronounced as yours, well, but, but it's you know it's there. <laughs> You're gonna be there. Oh, I'm getting there quicker than you I did. Full on white hair, not as bad as yours. <laughs> it's not Santa Claus. Mine, yet, mine, mine was going white. I, mine's been going gray quick, like you know. The sides are, mm-hmm. it's all just white. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you're going on stage. I mean, you know, you're going on stage in front of thousands of people, but it's like, you know, I did a bunch of shows this weekend and it's like, they're all sold out. You're like, I want these all to be good. Mm-hmm. I want people, people have paid money to come and see these shows. Mm-hmm. I want them to be good now. And I don't feel nervous, but maybe I'm, maybe this is manifesting somewhere else in my body. Mm-hmm. How do you feel right now? I feel good. I had a little more coffee than I needed to have. Yeah. But, you know, and that can, and I got soap in my eyes earlier. But uh, other than that, I feel great. Yeah. That's just regular day stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 But That's yeah, it. I think coffee is, uh, you know, I've not been smoking cigars and uh, I think coffee is uh, jacking me up now. But mm-hmm. I thought about, I mean, I have a big one right there. Uh, but I, I, I thought about caffeine too. Because it, it, it's probably not good. Nothing's mm. probably good. No. It really isn't. And especially, I don't know if that's what's in that cup, but Starbucks is particularly strong where it's like, yeah. it's like, geez, like, do I need that much? Mm-hmm. I just want like some regular coffee that, that still tastes good. <laughs> I mean, but Starbucks is so strong. I mean, it's <clears throat> out I of control. I think people are we're on hot, so much caffeine that it almost feels like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And your body's just like in a constant state of like, mm-hmm. like going. Yeah. But then you feel tired. Then you crash. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's but you can. Works. But you know, you can like feel tired, but you can't go. Like you can close your eyes, and you can tell your body wants to go to sleep. Yes. But you're, oh yeah. But you're you just can't. Totally. And I like that has to be. Yeah, because you drink caffeine late at night, right? I mean, I have like if I eat, I don't drink coffee, but I have a yeah mm-hmm. diet coke for dinner. Mm-hmm. If I have coffee after five, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't hardly sleep. <laughs> five p.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time are you trying to go to bed? Seven. It's not yeah. early. <laughs> yeah. I felt it this morning. I woke up at two forty-five this morning for a flight. That's a tough time to wow. set on your alarm clock. Mm-hmm. And you get back to the hotel at eleven. And you're like, I gotta wake up at two forty-five. Mm-hmm. But I woke up. I drank a Celsius. I drank an energy drink. Just I needed Jeez, to. Dude. Yeah. And then I got the rental car. And then I got to the airport. And then I got a cup of coffee on the flight. And then I wanted to go to bed. And you're, I just closed my eyes, but I was wide awake. Yeah. The whole flight. It's not good. Did you sleep with your clothes on? No, you told me that trick. Yeah. Yeah. Should you just gotta pretend that. like it's a little. You got in bed at eleven. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall asleep till maybe midnight. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just go in there. Because then you say you go in there, have everything on, take a nap, and watch TV. So you're not like forcing yourself to go to sleep. You're like, I'm going to just watch some TV, relax. You look mm-hmm. at it as more relaxing. Okay. And then yeah. you just, and then you're going to fall asleep a little bit. Then you're long. Just off lie to your body, trick it a little bit. Yeah, you're just, mm-hmm. you're instead of, because you're now going, right when you get in bed, you're like, we got to go to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I know you have a podcast, you have a lot of stuff going on today, you know. What kind of clothes Man. are you wearing to the airport? That probably. I'm wearing, I'm wearing this exact outfit pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Different shirt. You know, I changed shirts for the podcast, got dressed up. But, but you're not like a sweatpant guy. No, there. I never want to be one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like. I feel like a slob. Yeah, when I see people at the airport in like pajamas, mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you, what's going on? Slides mm-hmm. and like a neck pillow hanging off. Yeah, and, 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 like, and maybe they geez. don't fly a lot, but I would think that would be even more reason to dress up for the occasion. Yeah. Like you're like. I don't know. I just feel like we're going, we're about to get on this state of the art equipment to fly across the country. This is an event. Yeah. We just, take, know, it used to be an event. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah. I mean, now you have like Spirit Airlines and you have where it's, I mean, they're just fighting each other. All <laughs> yeah. Like they get, <laughs> I mean, you maybe need to be loose. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. going to have to, it could be. Like you Can get on a plane and you're like, we're about to have to throw down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could be. I saw a Spirit Airline video the other day. The guy was like threatening the guy taking the tickets. Like, you won't let me on this plane. And I was like, geez, like that's the last guy I want on the plane. Mm-hmm. The guy strong arming the ticket taker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had a uh, show in West Virginia this weekend. I think it's the first time I've ever been to West Virginia. It was a corporate. And my flight out of Nashville was at 610. Friday morning and it was late taking off, which usually that early flight is safe, you know, mm-hmm. but they had some issues and I missed my connection in Charlotte yeah. and I had to rent a car and drive from Charlotte to West Virginia. Oh, that's that? It's like five hours. That's a yeah. beautiful drive though, isn't it? It was raining the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's always some issues on, the, on your inside and outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The tears coming down yeah. my eyes. Yeah. It's always some issue like, oh, the guys put in too much washer fluid and now we just got to take a little bit of it out. And it's like, why are you not putting the right amount in? Yeah. Well, I didn't it? say what it was, but I'm like, it's been here all morning. Like, what? The chick engine light come on when you started it mm-hmm. up? That's what I'm saying. It's, you got to wrap your head around that people are just not good workers <laughs> and they're just a lot of not good workers. It really is. And you, and you don't think it can be you think like uh, I was thinking about this this weekend. Like, is it like professionalism is kind of going away? It's being professional. So, no matter what you're doing, it's even your waiting tables. You just be a professional to that customer, and like that's all kind of going away. Where you can you get you go in and you know we try to get coffee at this place on the road, and it was like they closed at four, it's three forty five. So two people asked, they were going to have to make another pot. And it's like, they're, but you could just feel where we just go. We just read the room that they, I mean, they did not want to make this mm-hmm. more coffee. Mm-hmm. And they're having conversations out loud about, well, should we make it for them? Or do we not want to make, like, you know, where you're like, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, your thing says you close at four. I know it's 345. We didn't really realize, you know, but mm-hmm. it's in, not, not that you're trying to go into a place late mm-hmm. and do this, but you're just like, kind of like, I don't think y'all y'all could 
do this in a way that's not in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. When I worked in restaurants, it was like, I was all about that. Oh, 345, you guys close in 15. I'm not going to go in. But now it's like, no, nah, you close at four. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm here before you close. Yeah, I, I get the frustration of it, but it, and it is, and it makes when I worked in if if they're about to close, I I wouldn't go in because I don't want to feel the pressure of them on me. Right, and so I would do it like that. But it is true. If I owned a restaurant, I would be like, we're open till four. Like, let's. Are you not going to be successful? You know what you want. Like you don't want to like go. I'm going to get this coffee for here, and we're mm, going to hang yeah, out. There's for a an difference hour. between a coffee to go and let me get a table and have a meal right here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. But even if that's yeah. even if they come in, that like it's not on them. No, it's not on your your. You have hours on the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you know. You could say our kitchens are like we you know we close at five. Our kitchen closes at three thirty. Or four thirty, right? You know, do something like that, or then they you just walk in the kitchen that actually closes at four thirty. Sorry, and then or what? You know, if you're trying to do something, yeah, we got some stuff still left under the heat lamp. If you want that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, professionalism is. I took a page out of Dusty's book this weekend. We I have a minivan that can't hasn't run in three years, and it's been sitting in my driveway, and I've been promising that I'll get it towed for three years, mm-hmm. and it. I just never do. I was like, I'm finally going to do it this weekend. So I call a towing service in Nashville and the guy answers and I go, Hey, I have this, you know, this minivan that doesn't move. I was wondering if you could just tow it and get it out of the way of the driveway. And the guy goes, I mean, (laughs) what kind of driveway are we talking? Yeah. And I go, you know what? I'm good, man. I just, the way he said it annoyed me so yeah. much. I'm not calling like a guy who doesn't tow trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm calling, you're a tow yeah. company. Yeah. I love the that. whole thing just made me so mad. I go, I'm good. He was like, what? I go, yeah, I'm all right. And hung up. I love that. And then, you know, I didn't find anybody else to call, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll find somebody else. Three more, three years from yeah, now. Three, three more years. years I'll yeah. get that minivan out of it. It is good. I mean, guy. it's like those places should just go out of business yeah. and people just got to go. There's, there is a weird, like they, people don't want to work. People don't want to like this. Um, professionalism is kind of dying and it's dying in a lot of ways. Uh, it's dying in, you know, I mean, every in, in just a lot of stuff. I think even entertainment into, uh, yeah, food service into a doctor's. Like, it's just like, there's just not this. It's too loose, loosey goosey. We're all. Everybody's too dressed down yeah. and too this. And I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I can say I'm, I'm part of it. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, We're it's also hard. a comedy podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> but we, even if we're, yeah, we can do this, but it's, you have to have the professionalism of what you're putting out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at the airport, though, I always think about that. Just the way people are dressed. Not everybody, but I'm like, when I when I see like pajama pants, it really does bother me where I'm like, what? Cookie you monster can't put on pants. just some jeans. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not hard to put on jeans. Just do it. Like, if you got some issue, fine. But <laughs> I'm talking normal. What kind pe- of issue? I don't know. Like, if you're real big, big or something. One, foot, and, one foot's and, bigger yeah. than the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Sweatpants are about all you can wear. Yeah, I just want to be sensitive to the one person <laughs> listening. It's like, I can't wear jeans, you know. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but you know. And you want to go, but they could still. Yeah, yeah. you can probably. <laughs> yeah. You, you can, can find a something. pair. It might not look yeah. the way you want it to, yeah. but you can get into some jeans. Yeah. 
but it's like, yeah, it's sloppy out here. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything like where I was in Washington? I had, we had great shows. This is Paul Bunyan. I was in Bangor. Well, uh, the whole weekend was DC, basically to DC, then Fairfax, Virginia, which is like 16 miles from downtown DC, George Mason University. Nice. Uh, and then Providence, Rhode Island, and then Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Bangor Maine. Ooh, That's Bangor. how they say it. Bangor. That's what I think. That's what someone told me. Okay. <laughs> but but this is Paul Bunyan. They gave me uh, this sweatshirt. And it was like, Paul Bunyan's a tough, you know, when you're like trying to fill out. I was like, is he from here? And they're, like, there's an argument that he is. And then you're like, is he real? Because Minnesota yeah. claims him too. Yeah. And where do they get a Maybe. golf club that big? I mean. I don't know. Well, well don't they claim he, huge guy. Finger Lakes are him too? The Finger Lakes in New York? I don't know. Mm. He fell down. He put his hand. He created the lakes. He was that big. So he's not real. So, <laughs> <laughs> or was an ancient yeah. giant? Maybe he roamed. Yeah. Keith Alberstead has a joke about that. Yeah. Is he redheaded? I mean, he didn't look redheaded there, but is no. is he? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I was worried you were looking at that depiction on that sweater and asked if he was redheaded. Well, Native Americans, you know, have stories of redheaded giants that mm-hmm. used to live in North America. Oh, so, yeah, we talked about it on the Mythical Creatures episode. Yeah, so I wonder if uh, Paul Bunyan was, you know, a redheaded guy. That makes him a little more scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I have heard Keith Albersett's uh, Paul Bunyan joke. Gary Sinise was on my flight. The one late night really? in Nashville. And I was, like, What's the, I was trying to think, who's the most famous person that's ever been on a flight that you've been on? You fly Southwest, so probably you. <laughs> <laughs> or Henry Cho, he's sitting next to you. <laughs> no, when I flew with Henry, he goes, I'm not sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Henry gets his own. Mm. I flew with John Chris on a Southwest flight before. I don't know. Uh, That's, uh, you see, um, I know Eddie George was in your seat one time. Yeah. I was trying to think who else. Kristen he- Chenoweth was on my flight uh, oh, okay. like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Wow, from the West Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dusty? I'm not good at recognizing Al Gore. People. I've had Al Gore on a flight. Yeah. Uh, you'd recognize a country Al Gore's singer. A big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Is he big? I'm pretty sure what I remember. I felt like he was like a big. He's like a kind of a big guy. <clears throat> he's bigger than your than you know like, like an athlete. Big. Guy. Like just tall. A big dude. Oh, just yeah. like large. Just okay. like a large dude. Unless I don't remember that correctly at all. I always feel like. Big time politicians are big dudes. Mm-hmm. Some of them are small, but I feel like over overall, they're pretty big dudes. Yeah, I think leaders in general are big people. Mm-hmm. Bigger than average. Yeah, I think that's a adds a level of intimidation. You're a real big dude. Vince Vaughn, uh, Vince Vaughn on a flight. Oh, that's that's a big one. Also uh, a big guy. Yeah, also a big guy. That was in Chicago. Chicago to L.A. Uh, Jalen Rose. Yeah, these all beat mine. Yeah. Bait, I mean, Bates is probably my top five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my list stinks. Yeah. Where you guys are flying, there's no one. No one's going. Where are you going? Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Lieutenant Dan. I mean, that's a big one, dude. Yeah. He has a uh, foundation here in Nashville. The, I think he lives here. 
Oh, does he? I think so. Okay. It was like a wounded warrior or whatever foundation that he helps with. I think they're based here. And the yeah. Lieutenant Dan Band. He's in a band. Okay. Yeah, and they play shows for veterans and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. The shirt I mentioned last week, I got it the week before when I was in Florida, and then I left it in my rental car. There's shirts for all of you guys. I left it in my paycheck in the rental car, mm. so they sent it to me. So I wore it. I brought you guys on one. So appreciate very, it. Very nice. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of fun. Classic Nate Lamb lines. A lot of Nate Lamb lines on there. Nate Lamb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your source? No, so. What's your source is a deep cut, dude. That, yeah. I mean, that was three yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. They said, um, we sent you three larges and an extra large. And then there was like a 10 second pause and they go, for Aaron. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Still too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm looking at that extra large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, were y'all anything? Y'all just boring lives? Boy, lives, man. I was touring the Dakotas this weekend. Sioux, oh, that's right. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And then. Uh, Look, here's a random. Yeah. Not to stop. Did, was it? You probably about to roll into something pretty good. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you picked up on that? Yeah. 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 It goes. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking where I watched Elvis. To, just talking about the professionalism. I watched Elvis. Uh, oh, it had nothing to do with what I was talking about? No, no, it was uh, <laughs> at the end of Elvis, the movie. Okay. They show like the one clip of him seeing Unchained Melody, and he's, you know, he dies six weeks. It's a video of and he dies six weeks after this. Uh, and I was watching it, and he was in, uh, he's, he's doing the video, and he's singing it, and it's seeming look of the, Elvis Unchained Melody. It was like, this is kind of when I started thinking about, like, this is what makes me, uh, it's, it's, it's got to be like live. It's not. Yeah, this is live at No, Harvard. no, he, there's a video of him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, performing. Uh, performing it. Uh, yeah. So like, I think this is the one. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, like he's been, he dies six weeks after this. Oh. Can you hear it? Or? Yeah, I don't want to play too much of it, get it flagged. But oh, he's got two cokes. All right, <laughs> he's got two two coke. Yeah, cups in front of him. But like, so he's this is what made me kind of think about this stuff, and this is what it's about because it's like the whole Elvis movie. They're talking about he's a he he loves his fans, right? He loves his fans, and uh. This dude, you know how bad this guy feels, like at the point being he's he's overweight, by the way, like it's the alcohol, it's the fast food, the mm-hmm. cokes, the everything. This dude feels miserable on the inside of his body. And and the outside, I mean, terror, like he just can't feel great. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but when he goes out there, it's about those fans and he's a, it's about a show and so i was watching it this weekend and uh i just couldn't like i was like this is it it, it made me i was like i want to try i want to start playing it like before we go on stage just to just to remind like it doesn't matter what you feel in that moment i mean do, you know where this is at rapid city south dakota 
That's and that's what made me think of it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, where that's at. That's not in L.A. Yeah. That's not in New York. That's in Rapid City, South Dakota. How many people, artists, do you think could go phone it in in Rapid City, South Dakota? Because what's the point? Mm-hmm. He's at a point. He doesn't need to go to Rapid City mm-hmm. at this point in his career. But this dude is singing his heart out. And it's unreal. And he doesn't look good. He does it. But it's mm-hmm. like it's about them. And I just <laughs> like this. It was, I don't know. Aaron phoned it in this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> the Elvis stuff I mean, makes me so sad. Because yeah. I, 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 that's why I won't watch that movie, but it makes me so sad. Okay. Well, I just think he was such like a, because what you're saying, yeah. I mean, he doesn't feel good. He's He, he dies yeah, soon yeah. after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he was such an amazing performer and seemingly a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I, I agree with all this stuff. But it's like, it's the, it's, I'm just saying it's the idea yeah, yeah. of like, that's what you do. When you go out there, that's what you do. There's mm-hmm. a professionalism to it. So that, and that, it goes in everything, in everything that you can do. Not saying you're, if you're waiting tables, you're not thinking like, I want to be a professional waiter. You're doing it for th- that time being, but go be a professional for that. Right. Yeah. Two take, years, you got to wait tables. Take pride in your job. Yeah. Sure. And it's, uh, and and I think that stuff shows out into this. I mean, it's insane. I was just watching it, and it's just like, I mean, he's miserable. There's yeah. just he shouldn't. And they ran out of mic stands. I mean, he could have done a fine job. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like yeah. Well, that's South Dakota's fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are unwrapped. I mean, they're not gonna have. He's like, I will do the best with what you give. Uh, I think that guy holds that mic all the time for him. Really. I think so. I mean, you think it's just a one time and he's also wearing the same jacket as Elvis. He goes. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he's another guy in the band and he's just helping for this one song. I can't imagine you could you could pull a band guy over. Uh, Steve on the drums, <laughs> you might come holding this mic for me for a second. I got to play a piano, which you know nothing about. This guy probably, though, is like, I used to hold the mic for Elvis. I mean, that's a credit. I would hold that yeah, mic. Me I too. Mean, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, he's, you could argue, the most important person there at yeah. the moment. But I mean, it's, it's, it's just look at him. And I, you, you do it, you hate where he was at and I, that stuff's sad, but it's something to be said. Right. About when he walked out there. It's like, you know, and the the whole movie, the Elvis movie is just saying he did it. He loved the fan. He never wanted to, like, it was like, he wants to give them a show. He wants to give them, you didn't, you know, unless I know stories, I don't know, but it seemed, he never went out. It was never the audience's fault. It was the relationship between him and the audience was pure performance and pure respect and understanding that they are there and they deserve the highest I can give them at every point mm-hmm. is every point going to be the high? I mean, they're going to, you know, but in gen- it's no matter what he's doing the best he can, he's doing, he's giving it everything. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. All right. That's what, that's what, so that's where it was. I like that. Cause you were in rapid city. Yeah. I looked like that a little bit on, during some of my shows right there. Sweating mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sioux falls and then Fargo great weekend. I didn't spend any time there. At all, really. That's like a corner of the country that I'd, I'd never been to. I've so. never been to South Dakota. It was fun. I've been in North South Dakota. Dakota. Sioux Falls is a cool town. Uh, I had, you know, their their delicacies. What they told me, I went to a diner there, and they had a, a sour cream and raisin pie. 
You heard that? Doesn't that sound horrible? Awful. Mm -hmm. I mean, a sour cream pie sounds awful. A raisin pie. Just sour cream sounds awful to me. (laughs) Sour cream raisin pie. (laughs) And it's on the menu and it says Midwest favorite. So I asked the server and I go, Is this like, this is like a Sioux Falls thing? She's like, Oh, she's like, Oh, yeah. We sell out every day here. She's like, I'd give you one, but we're, we're, I mean, it's 11 a.m. We've been out for hours, right? And then she comes back a couple minutes later and goes, I found a slice for you. And I tried it, and I was so excited to talk about it. Dude, I could not find a single person that cared about that pie all weekend. That woman, wow. that woman lied to me. Nobody <laughs> cared about the sour cream and raisin pie. And she just happened to find Maybe a slice. Maybe it was just that restaurant. That's a sales technique. Nobody had heard of it. They're like, what are you talking about? They're she like, created her own demand. Yeah, but it said Midwest favorite. On the, I'm going to get the signature dish mm-hmm. yeah. where I'm at. And it was not the signature dish. What is now, it, that lady pie? is a professional. Sour yeah, cream. She's a professional. She knows how to sell a pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is Elvis. Yeah. Her and Elvis are the same. <laughs> that may be the woman watching him in that video. Yeah, this this is what it looked like right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looks delicious. She's right. the one holding the mic. Aaron's the one eating it. <laughs> yeah. She's holding the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While Aaron sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it coming. But great weekend. Thank you to everybody that came out. Fargo and Sioux Falls, man. Is that what you, yeah, when that she goes, we have this sour cream raisin pie. And that sounds terrible, but I'll take two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to try it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, when am I going to see this on a menu ever again? Where'd she find that slice, too? Yeah. yeah. We got a sucker out there. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. She got me. Mm. Anyway, well, I but, went to Indianapolis, Helium, great weekend. I sold out six shows geez, and uh, very fun, mm. a hot weekend. I've been Small going to, room? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I've been going to Indianapolis for years and years and years. And so this is the first time this has happened. Yeah. So yeah. it was really great. That's awesome. People were awesome. Um, and uh, they were so fun. Yeah. That's and, great. you know, I felt a little like Elvis, some of those shows. I felt not good. And I went out wow. and I gave, oh. you know, I I got a lot of digestive issues. So sometimes I'll be in the green room burping a lot. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, heard it. and then, uh, and then, yeah. So then I go out there and the burps go away and I feel like it's some psychological issue I deal with. And then it's a great show. I feel good. Yeah. But you're backstage struggling. Yeah. And just, then I go out and I'm like, this is what like it's all Elvis. about. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just dizzy and burping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. got a lot going on. <laughs> that rules though, man. It looks yeah, like. It's very exciting. Geez. You guys don't always eat the best, but it looks like you wear the perfect jean. I do wear the perfect jean. I'm so excited to talk about it. Dusty and I are both wearing right now. Um, look at this. Today's things. sponsor the perfect jean man i love these jeans i've been wearing them non-stop i got a couple pairs and i wore it at the airport this morning they're comfortable enough to wear on a plane yeah and you don't things. look like a total slob look at these things. i they love how they, they're soft they right? got a little flex to them they got a real flex to them i can wear them traveling all day i'm just as comfortable as if i were wearing sweatpants uh they sent me one pair and i, I bought another one myself i got the slim thick fit and that didn't fit me quite right i went with the slim Mm. I think the slim gets me better, actually. Mm-hmm. But, you know. They're like, you already got the thick. <laughs> <laughs> they're great looking, perfect fitting jeans. Uh, their secret is a special denim fabric that we've already touched on. It's super soft and has a perfect amount of stretch. So you can squat, do yoga. That's what I plan on doing. Or just sit around all day and not even realize you're in jeans. They make six fits from skinny to thick and have a waistline from 26 to 50. 
and lengths from 26 to 38. It's finally time to stop wearing uncomfortable jeans by going to theperfectgene.nyc. How about that? Our listeners get 15% off your first order, plus free shipping, free returns, and free exchanges when you use code NATE15 at checkout. That's 15% off for new customers at theperfectgene.nyc with promo code NATE15. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. You know where you heard about them, right here on the Nate Land Podcast. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Forget your khakis and get the perfect gene. Great airport pants. Great airport pants. Mm. Look good, feel good. Play yeah, good. a lot of jeans are, and jeans now are very comfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, start with you guys' comments, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Hoover. In the first episode of the whole podcast, Nate said, I want this podcast to be about nothing because we know nothing. Consider that promise kept, my friends. <laughs> we stuck to our work. We stick to it. Yeah, yep. it's the mission statement. Yep. Yeah. Uh, John Tierney. Tire, yeah, no, tyranny, probably exactly right. Tyranny. Tyranny, yeah. Tyranny. Hello, Bear. New form of it. It's a little hello, folks. And hello, Bear. I'm an old man, <laughs> 74, who learned of Nate Bargatze and his comedy about eight months ago. Around Christmas, I learned of the concept of a podcast. In January, I found Nate Land and have been listening to many of your old podcasts. But I was being selective, listening to shows that Nate was hosting because I enjoy his comedy. Today, for the first time, I listened to a show where Nate was absent. It was hilarious, great show, podcast. What a concept. <laughs> All Thank right. you, John. John Tierney. You, John. He gets it. Thanks he for taking it. a shot. Yeah. It's a different. It's, I saw one comment that said, uh, Nate Land Without Nate's my second favorite podcast. <laughs> that feels pretty good. That feels pretty good. That feels yeah. Pretty yeah good. That's great. Yeah. You know? Nateland. That's when we just call it Nateland. The Nateland. Video Pro. You get that? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think everybody got it. Uh, <laughs> everybody got it that was going to get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I got to check sometimes. Yeah. I got to see what's going on. Huh? Yeah. Video Pro. I audibly gasped, gasped t- when Aaron triple tapped the back of his phone. Yeah, that's a feature a lot of people don't know, but you can customize tapping the back of your phone to do whatever you want on mm. your iPhone. I, yeah, I, I did it once. I found out about it. He's like a video showed you or something. Yeah. And then uh, I did my flashlight, and it's just a nightmare. You just do an accident. Oh, yeah. All it's day. just all. It's there's no point. I mean, it's it's just too many. It's not convenient to be like, like you know, tapping the back of your phone. I don't no, think you it's don't convenient. have to do it like that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, have you can to. just kind of do it the right way. <laughs> Weird no. that this guy is video pro though. Did he yeah. audibly gasp because he was excited to see somebody using this type of feature, or that he was shocked Ooh, that it was happening? I don't know. Either way, I appreciate it, man. I'll take your gasp. I'm going for gaps mm-hmm. these days. Weird saying this weekend, like you think it's, you know, because a lot of people, we had uh, great comics this week. We had Dustin Chafin, Johnny W, uh, and, but Derek Stroop is yep. out this weekend. And he's, uh, was, uh, he's not been out with us before. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I knew, I know Derek Stroop, I, uh, but I didn't know him well. Very, very funny. And, uh, but he was he was saying like we try he made he had us try root beer with the half and half, like because he's oh. someone he said one of his friends told him about it you get you get A and W root beer and put half and half in it, and it's like really good. 
It tastes great. And it's like a trend on... Like a root beer float? Yes. Almost. It makes mm. it like a root beer float. And so it started like a trend. But he said one of his buddies just told him that he did it. And then someone else was like, oh, yeah, that's like going on TikTok. And he's like, oh, I thought like my buddy invented this. And it's, you know, people do that. A lot. That's a lot. Doesn't it happen more? People uh-huh. say stuff. Oh, yeah. And there's a little bit more of where they just go, you know, yeah, you know, uh, birds can't fly in the rain. And you're like, you just know that? Yeah, nobody just knows it now. It no all comes just, off the internet. And, are you saying people take credit for it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they take credit. They say it. And then they go, they reveal How do you know their that? sources. You go, they go, I just know. Mm-hmm. They don't reveal their sources. Mm-hmm. And you want to go, say you watched a video. You know, if, if they said, I read it in a book, I think I w- you would feel better because sure. at least you had to go. Sure. We all know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. But then when you're just like, I was just mindlessly scrolling. I learned this in. Four seconds. Yeah. You know, know, Derek Stroop posted that this was his favorite weekend of comedy doing that show with him. Oh, really? And I find that interesting because he did a weekend with me at uh, Looney's Comedy Club in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, you weren't selling out shows. I I, know, but I would think that would still be his favorite. So, (laughs) should have been his favorite. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I I was pretty offended by it. Yeah. (laughs) Well. Uh, I made sure he posted that. <laughs> yeah. He also goes out with John Christ every weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Becky Brandt. When you make butter from churning cream, it ends up separating into two things, butter and buttermilk. So that's why it's called buttermilk. It's the milk left over from making butter. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. That's good to know. Thank I you, I thought Becky. that's what you said. Uh, yeah, I you didn't. Close. I didn't know exactly, but I knew it was. I mean, it buttermilk is not good mm-hmm. to me. I I never liked it. My mom like growing it. up was they were poor, right? So mm-hmm. they would drink buttermilk all the time. But once in a while, they would get what they called sweet milk, and that's the milk we know. Yeah, and that was a treat to get yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, it's like finding that sour cream pie. Exactly. Well, I found a jug. Yeah, you found a jug of sweet cream in the back. Yeah. You ever heard of sweet acidophilus? Yeah, that's what I used to drink. It's in a yellow one. What is that? I think is that a Nashville thing because of purity? Acidophilus? Yeah. I did it because my buddy Ryan. Like, I mean, that's what we'd get. And I used to always buy sweet acidophilus milk. Is that the Roman yellow jug? I don't know what it is, but when I was a kid. My grandmother would have in a yellow jug, yeah, purity sweet acidophilus yeah. milk, and I don't even know what that means. Could have came up with a better name, that's for sure. It's like a dinosaur. It's dinosaur milk. <sighs> yeah, it's tough to even get going. You on don't Google. even, yeah, acidophilus. Yeah, but you gotta probably type in milk. Yeah, like sweet. Oh, acidophilus, right there. Yeah, purity dairy. Sweet. Never acidophilus. heard of that in my life, dude. Yeah. Wow. Nashville's yeah, hometown dairy. It. Okay. Yeah. What? So what was it like? Well, how would you compare it to uh, it other milk? It's like uh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. It I was just good milk. Yeah. I don't know. Was it just like, I mean, it just, you can't really tell the difference between that and milk? Well, that's in a white jug, but the one I remember was in a yellow jug. Yeah. It so was, let's the say. The gallon was yellow. Somebody brought you cereal with acidophilus in it, and they said, here's cereal and milk. Could you eat it and go, this is not milk. This is acidophilus. I don't think it was that different. 
No. Okay. Well, you know what it's got? The regular milk doesn't have streptococcus thermophilus. <laughs> That's how you get strep throat. I was going to say it's strep yeah. throat. Yeah. yeah. Put, a, put a tongue depressor I'll tell you, in there. This, is, this could be, doesn't it look like all dinosaur names? Streptococcus, <laughs> oh, yeah. thermolipus. Lactobacillus. Acidophilus. Acidophilus. Binofitarium. You know, they could. Here's my theory. And Dusty, I feel like you'll back me up on this. They could have simpler words for all this, but they want it to be. You don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They don't want to put that it's uh, uh, some type of fluid from a sore that the cow had that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, gosh. I mean, what would you call that in one word, though? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if that word was even acceptable on the podcast. Yeah. It seems gross. Well, it's it cool. seems gross. Yeah. But, you know, it's like that's what they say about <laughs> when milk is sold as prepackaged chocolate milk or strawberry milk, that it was something going on with the cow's udders. So the milk was discolored. So they just added chocolate or strawberry to it so that they could because it's still safe, but it's they, it's a bad color just to get the color out of the way. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. See, Dusty always attributes his sources. It's always they. He doesn't well, get credit for it. He's just like, well, yeah, there's no need to dig they, in. To right. <laughs> Last week we. But I mean, is chocolate milk only around because milk offers like there are milk. They're doing the wrong colored milk. There's enough to rely on it. Maybe I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I I would think that um, you know maybe they were like making chocolate milk. And then suddenly this started happening with the cows and they were like, you know what? Let's use that milk for the chocolate milk. Now. Yeah, save some money. Yeah. So maybe not all the chocolate milk is that, but. Chocolate milk's pretty good. It's pretty special. Well, you know, I like to make my own, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy it prepackaged. Yeah. You know, the, the, the carton you used to get at school? Yeah. That never was good to me. I love chocolate milk, but I never liked that. I liked the milk. I didn't like the paper getting wet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the first guy to ever drink chocolate with milk, Irish botanist Hans Sloan. Look <laughs> at this dude. Like, Doesn't this look like a guy who's taking <laughs> chances in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what if I pour this in my acidophilus milk? And he changed the world. What's a botanist? Uh, they study plants. Uh, probably has the time on his hands. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. He, he found the local Jamaican beverage consisting of cacao and water. But he added milk to it, and he was like, this is way better. Man, I didn't know there was like a single inventor. I thought it was just something that's just something you you do organically. Maybe yeah. that's something that it's a single inventor because that's like something people are just like, you're a moron. And then he just kept pounding away. Right. And it was almost like you couldn't even say it was someone else because this guy was so annoying about chocolate milk. Because mm -hmm. at first, people probably be like, I'm not eating, you know, your weird milk. You're putting what and what? Old Dr. Yeah. Sloan. <laughs> he just had to do a lot of milk back then, right? It was all milk. It was a big part of your life. Yeah. Uh, Brennan Hubert. As a pharmacist, I've heard of people talk taking some wild supplements, but I have to say, Dusty's cow gall bladder pills is a first. Hilarious that he kind of struggles to explain what they even are. I'm a big Dusty fan. So would love to team up and get his own line of supplements rolling. Yeah, I mean, they have a whole line of cow parts, you know, that are, because it's, you know, kind of an ancient belief that, you know, you can take uh, like parts of, like you would eat like a cow liver mm -hmm. to help your liver. You mm -hmm. would get the parts, you know, so that's kind of what this is. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, I read about it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't memorize it. So that's why I'm struggling to explain, but mm-hmm. it's, I did read about it and I go, oh, this sounds interesting. And I took it and, uh, I didn't feel any worse than I normally feel. So I oh, there you <laughs> go. So you just kept doing it. Yeah. But it's the idea is that, you know, because they have digestive enzymes that you take. This is what I think happened to me. I used to have acid reflux, still do. But for 10 years, I took this uh, Prilosec, which yeah. they say is a 14-day treatment. Yeah. But I took it for 10 years. <laughs> and I feel like that I trained the part of my body that produces stomach acid to not produce some stomach acid. So now I'm not, I don't have enough stomach acid to digest food properly, which is why I burp all the time. So you can take digestive enzymes, which are a little bit of stomach acid that's supposed to help you break it down. And that's kind of what these pills are too. Yeah. Okay. That's my own diagnosis based on seeing a lot of doctors, hearing a lot of things, and they never like know what to do. So I've been piecing it together myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in you. Jordan Porter. Aaron complaining about people using clear and jumping ahead of him at the airport, but then raving about using an app to jump the line at the car rental place (laughs) is hilarious to me. Well, what's the difference, Aaron? I think I might have misspoke. I I didn't, I don't have an app to jump the line. I was just able to check in for my reservation through the enterprise app. So then you can walk right to the car, right? Walk to the car, which I think speeds everything up for everybody still. It still proves my point. Why don't you like clear? Because clear, it's literally just a line cutting service. It doesn't speed up airport security as a whole. Whereas TSA PreCheck is good for everybody. It's a net good for all of TSA and everybody getting through it. Clear is just you wait in line and then some uh, dork gets uh, escorted up to the front. Sorry, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just gets brought up to the front of the line. And you're like, well, you're not helping anything. You're literally just cutting a line. You're helping that guy. That guy's being helped, but it does nothing for the overall speed. What of about the, the clear security. employees? I could. I mean, I hope. I hope they go bankrupt. I don't care what they. I do. mean, I agree with you, but I, do I like love it. it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I got because I got clear pre-check. I mean, I like with clear pre-check is great. You just go because then you got two options. I think it's for the 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 people that travel a lot. Versus the people that don't travel a lot. It doesn't matter how smooth of transition you have. If you've got families and people checking in, it's going to be a problem. And so if you're a, all, you're a traveler all the time, it's like here's two more different options that I don't think it's slowing that line down. No, it doesn't do any. It doesn't do any good. It just cuts people in the line. I know, it, but it, but I'm saying it, it's for. It's kind of like uh, if you want to look into it, if you want to go do it, if you want to spend the money and you fly a lot. Yeah. Here's a little convenient thing that you can go do that kind of speeds your process up. Right. No one's denying it's great for the person that uses yeah. it, but I'm saying if you use TSA PreCheck, that's good for everybody. The people in general boarding benefit from that. How? Because they have their own lanes. Clear doesn't have its own lane. They just take you and drop you in front of one of the other. Clear pre-check does. They put you in front of the pre-check lane. That's what I'm saying. Well, I could advocate for a clear line. I would go for that. Give us our own lane for clear. Maybe we, maybe we don't even have to get our bags x-rayed. That's what I'm talking about. But they don't have to do it. You just go up and show your ID. Then you just go. It's a very quick. But think about if everybody had clear at the airport. 
Well, then no, then it wouldn't matter. But the thing is, is you're just trying to go. Pre-check's become a problem because pre-check. I don't think it's become a problem. I think it's huh? great. I think it's great. No, no, but I mean, people know about it more. You know, pre-check uh -huh. for years was. I mean, you it's your hay bales are going through there. No one's in. It. It was great. But then you go start going. Then I remember days where they you'd be you pay for the pre-check, then they'd be like, they just start sending people through pre-check. Mm -hmm. And then you're like furious because you're like, these people don't even have pre-check. Yeah. And they're just trying to speed up all of it. But now pre-check, there's some lines where you can some airports where pre-check can be I've I've gone not pre-check because it was quicker to go regular than pre-check. Because pre-check line was so long. I've in Nashville, pre-check is quicker than quicker than clear. In in Nashville, almost mm. every time, I just don't do clear because pre-check's faster. By the time somebody comes up to you and goes, "Oh, come on over here, come on over here, mm -hmm. put your put your eyes in front of this thing." Yeah, <laughs> could you argue those pre-check lanes? If they didn't exist, there'd be more general boarding lanes. It'd be moving faster for everyone. You could argue that, but I don't think. I don't think we're that. I think there's plenty of lanes to, to most airports. There's plenty of lanes. I think you it's know? about giving you the option for, I think you got to split up the option about, you know, like the people that are flying and they're not, a lot of people are not going to do clear pre-check because they fly once a year. Well, but then the ones that are, do you want to use clear in places other than the airport? Would you want to use clear? Let's say you go to Starbucks and there's a clear, would you want to? Well, it's a mobile app. His show this weekend, they had that. What? Someone posted that they were standing in line for your show, and they came up and said, if you have clear, come up here. And you got to get out of line and oh. go up there. Oh, like, oh uh, you're bought and paid for. That's yeah. what this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this Big clear has gotten to it. Big yeah. clear. I did not know that. <laughs> That's, pretty, That's I mean, interesting. That's what they said. They said the average clear customer uses it 12 times a year. Their dream is for to use it 12 times a day. Like everywhere you go, there's a clear lane. Well, that seems excessive. That's what I'm saying. I always say that yeah, when yeah. you say that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't even understand what you're saying. I don't think there'd be 12 lines a day. Like, I'm trying to think what they. I mean, at Walmart, it'd be go, pretty awesome. Any anywhere you go, think about anywhere you go, you can just you get to just cut people because you have clear. So you're saying Walmart the checkout lane? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, now now they have self checkout where it's fine. But back in the day, Walmart would have like one lane open, mm -hmm. and you'd be in this. You go in there for one thing, and you're there 45 minutes waiting in line. I don't know what the benefit it is though in Walmart. I think it's like going into a show. I guess is like you don't have to go through the security because we've already done mm -hmm. a security search on you. So you're approved. Like, that's the point of it. Yeah. Just getting out of line at Walmart is like, well, this guy, the government knows about this guy. Let's let him check out quicker. Yeah. I don't think that makes sense. Well, I don't, you know, I wouldn't mind, though, just the idea of like, yeah, I'll just scan my two fingers here and I skip this whole line at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People get, I know it gets, yeah, people can get mad. But it, it's just like, it's another option. And so mm -hmm. I think if you fly a lot, it's just... You yeah, take, I never thought of it like that. I want all the shortcuts I can possibly get yeah. in the airport. Mm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could use clear to skip to the front of the Southwest line? Yeah, I got status with Southwest. I worked hard to get to the front uh, of that line, dude. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking to A16 right okay, here, brother. Okay, come yeah. on. Right. <laughs> uh, Cameron Clark, I have a standing desk and treadmill that I usually do two miles a day on. I had already done it today, but after hearing Aaron almost walking a marathon, I had to get it back out. 
Thanks for the exercise motivation. That's what I'm talking about, dude. A lot of people reached out and asked for the model, the treadmill. I never thought I'd be a treadmill influencer, but yeah. here I am, dude. How far do you walk? On average, about 10 miles a day. On the 10 miles? You did 18 in on one the day. I did 18 one day. I was just to see how much I can do. While doing emails. Yeah, while editing, editing videos for the podcast or emails or whatever. Just walking on it. How many I hours mean, we don't believe that? it, but... <laughs> I yeah. sent you all the data. Do you put it on your really put it on your leg? Yeah, I put the Apple Watch on my ankle. Well, that's why you it racks. It's supposed to be on your wrist. It's racking up really why do you fast. Put it on your ankle. What do you mean it's racking up really fast? Like the motion is making it feel like you're going a lot faster than you really are. You're a little fur- the lot motion further. of you mean the motion of me walking on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. You can calibrate it so that it works with a treadmill. Did but someone you, put it on? But for if you, you put the F. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I, like, I put it on. I got an ankle strap for it's it. It's like a vertigo. Wait, you can wear an Apple Watch on your ankle. You, you can you can get an like a longer ankle strap to Is put that it around because you can't. <laughs> no, huh? what are you talking about? Well, just extra straps. You got extra straps southwest. You're just an extra strap guy. It's <laughs> e- not a seatbelt extension. You, everything you put on, you gotta go. <laughs> Hey, you got a little extra though back there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every strap you are involved with. I'll take your watch and a little extra of that. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I need a little more slack. I I don't understand. Does it not work on your wrist? Well, if your arms are up typing on a keyboard, it's not not going to track your steps. Okay. Uh, and your mileage. And I you. you can calibrate it and put it on your ankle. But yeah. if you got the treadmill, does it show you like how far you're walking? The treadmill does too. The treadmill mm-hmm. will track it. What are you walking? What speed? Anywhere, depending on what I'm doing, 2.4 miles per hour to 3.2. If I'm just watching something, I can go fast. But if I'm typing emails, I need to be a little slower or else I can't really type. Yeah, I mean, how long would it take you to walk 18 miles? It was, I mean, it was all day. Yeah. It shuts off after 99 minutes, this model I had. So I did that four times. Yeah. 99 minutes, four times? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. No, a lot of people don't believe me, but that's okay, dude. That's like, yeah, a little over six hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long, it was a long day. Wow. I wonder why people don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Look, I wouldn't believe me either. <laughs> I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's in, on a treadmill. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's in character. I bet I'm saying it didn't happen. Where's there? Is the refrigerator on the desk? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I thought about having one of those. Or is the standing one. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. Uh, Mary Ellen Goodwin. Aaron, there's a name for you, sister has. It's called misophonia. My son has it. Misophonia may cause a reaction to sounds such as dripping water, chewing, snapping gum, or repetitive noises such as pencil tapping. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I don't... I think... Uh, I can't remember what I said. I'm aware that it's a real medical condition. I what I'm doubtful of is whether my sister actually had it, mm. and because miraculously, the last 15, 20 years, I haven't heard a thing about it. But when she was in a, growing up in our house, it was an everyday thing, you know. We're well, not around fine. her much now. But I'm saying there's still noises around in her life, you know. 
I think certain people can just start to irritate you. Like if you That's live, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so she's just ir and I think that's what this is. You're just like, you're irritated with people. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're like, it's not you, it's the sounds you're making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's generally everything mm-hmm. you're doing. Like if if like if you're a roommate with someone and they and they've started to irritate you, suddenly everything they do they do, yeah. Yeah. Triggers are commonly repetitive stimuli and are primarily uh, related to the human body. Chewing, eating, smacking lips, slurping, coughing, throat clearing, sniffing, and swallowing. And then once you get focused on it, you just can't focus on anything else. That's just all you hear. Yeah. Is, yeah. Are those I have that happen. Nose whistling? Yeah. Some type of OCD <laughs> situation. Yeah. I feel like it's just normal. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Melissa Ladden. I would like to know the order in which the band arrives to record this podcast. Here's my guess. Nate, Breakfast, Aaron, Dusty. Maybe Aaron and Dusty arrive at the same time. I don't know. But I do think Breakfast would arrive before Nate if it wasn't in his home. Maybe he does. Today I did. You were here before me today. Yeah, I would say that's not the order, though. I'd say usually you're last. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it's pretty random like yeah. i don't think there's any it's in order like, of who obvious. cares about this podcast the most so brian's usually last i'm first and, yeah nate's first always <laughs> yeah. first mm-hmm. and me and dusty right after him and then brian nate's first but he lives here in. yeah right. <laughs> i'm first actually yeah. today you weren't here first yeah, yeah. a lot of times he's yeah. last <laughs> there's a lot of times even though i live here i am the last one to sit down i'm usually still working on the podcast well, that's true you know, you I guys, was kidding earlier. I don't you know guys roll clear. up and be like, hey, I'm a what very on-time guy. People don't think that about me, but I'm very on-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can be running. Yeah, I had to drive. You know what I did? I, just, I had to do a, a phone call, kind of a long phone call today, and I just got in the car and drove. Yeah, you don't do that as much anymore, do you? No, but it, I've, I've had to do it a few times because I've had a few calls, and I'll just be like, I'll just call you. Like, It's just nice to... I just go take a big lap around wherever, yeah. like, you know, and you just, because it's like talking and driving is like mm-hmm. easy. It feels better than just sitting yes. here. You're out. You feel like you're doing something. <laughs> right. I'm going somewhere. Uh, Brian Fox. SNL regularly brings back successful sketches or characters. For example, there's been multiple David S. Pumpkins appearance by Tom Hanks. Given the success of Nate's episode and specifically the George Washington sketch, would Nate go back for a cameo in a future episode to reprise that role if asked? I could see Nate style Washington being a hit as a recurring weekend update segment. I would no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Next. No, yeah. Yeah, I would. Of course. If they yeah. I feel like I don't know where you're gonna put him in though. It's like specifically that thing. Mm-hmm. The weekend update idea sounds fun, but just what's what's the character? It's, you just keep making jokes about the metric yeah, system. Yeah, it's and like stuff? It's, it's the setting. I don't know if it was me. It wasn't me being George Washington. What was funny? It was what George Washington was talking about. Mm-hmm. So if if the George Washington was more the other way, I think you could. But you could maybe do another sketch with George Washington of this kind of thing of another, here's another thing that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And you kind of change it that you could do. 
But I, yeah, George Washington coming out of nowhere. I, I mean, unless you had another sketch about that has nothing to do with George Washington, yeah. but it's about something ridiculous that people use and he could pop in and make it and he goes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or something mm-hmm. you can make a thing like that. Like Easter. It could be about, you know, Easter is supposed to be about resurrection, but it's a bunny, eggs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It just makes yeah. no sense. Something like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what SNL wants to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, like the, the true meaning of Easter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just yeah. trying a, to no, help it's you a per, That's a perfect point. This yeah. is very funny. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He, this guy's good. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's, <laughs> that's what that's, that's what you're gonna pitch him. <laughs> well, you know, guys. Well, church I'm, never starts when it says it's going to start. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not afraid to hide my face, but if you are, that's fine. <laughs> we saw it in the episode. <laughs> Where I didn't cuss or anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it. Uh, Kevin Allen. Nate mentioned keeping it clean, but certainly a less than Christian joke. Wait. Nate mentioned keeping it clean, but certainly a, quote, less than Christian joke concept has come up at some point. What is the possibility of him keeping a dirty joke notebook and then touring with it under a pseudonym, sort of like Garth Brooks did with Chris Gaines? Nate could just grow his hair out and we'd all be fooled by this breakout foul mouth cool guy. Speaking of that, uh, yeah, I, I, I would never even have a, it. It's like I, there, I couldn't even do it. it. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And so it's like my, my mentality is like too much. I'd have to really switch. Like I, you, you would have to, and I'm just not going to be comfortable doing it. So I'm yeah. not going to be, once you're not committed, I'm never going to be able to do it. I really don't like, uh, I mean, it's a very funny idea of like doing it. Uh, I got 10 minutes I'd like to do right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I told like, just grow your hair out. Yeah. I said to Jeff Foxworth on his radio show, I was like, yeah, I was like, just like, once my parents die, I'm going to be just dirty after that. <laughs> yeah. But it's, no, I, I don't have any. Yeah, I, I just it, it's got to be what you want to do and what you and commit to it. So I wouldn't be able to. I would I, I would have a hard time doing it. And I yeah, I don't. But yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I got some old jokes, but I don't do it now for like that reason, too. It's like, I don't know. Now people know me for a different type of humor. So I would feel like it would be a betrayal. To like come out with some real dirt, and not even my dirty ten that I would say I have is really not that dirty. Not that dirty, not that clean, just dusty. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what exactly. It's all about exactly. Yeah. yeah, just be yeah, yeah, just be you. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> I see it interesting to write. Like I've, I've, you know, you write a stand up act. Like, could you write? You know, like I, like now I think about what to write for the next hour i'm starting to think of that but it's like i wouldn't think of it like that but i don't know i don't really have an answer for it yet because i don't know the direction to go in uh john white we booked our tickets to see nate at the netflix comedy festival when you have four headliners at a show like that how long does each comedian normally go on for i would love to see the full set of each of them 
but I have a hard time imagining this will be a four-hour show. We also booked tickets to see Dusty and Leanne Morgan, but unfortunately are flying out the day before Aaron. Oh, no. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I think they did the right stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah dude, those were the three I would pick, too. Yeah. I mean, I get come it. on. Uh, Aaron might be on that flight. His show might get canceled. Uh, <laughs> Aaron? Is that you? Aaron? You just sitting there, Apple Watch on your ankle. A16? You got, you got, you got, you got two seats and the seatbelt's coming over. John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Aaron's show will be amazing. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. The, Netflix the idea of all of y'all doing a f- an hour each is hilarious. Yeah, it would be too much. <laughs> I my suggestion was, or what I said is, I think we're. I think we we're probably need a host, so we will get a host, uh, and then we're going to go out and do uh, probably twenty minutes, twenty five minutes each. Mm-hmm. I bet, and. Uh, and then at the end of it, all go out together and then probably have some, you know, let people try to pre-write some questions in or something. Yeah. And then just, you know, kind of like at least have an idea of where that's going. So it is a good show and it's, it, there is direction. Now, for those who don't know, who are the four comedians? Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, Jim Gaffigan, me, Jerry Seinfeld. Wow. What a show. Huh? Pretty good lineup. Huh? What a show. Yeah. yeah. All doing an hour. All doing it now. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. I mean, going last on that would be brutal. Mm-hmm. Second, you could only go first or second. And second, second would, would be, be tough. tough. But first or second, you at least be like, I mean, begging for first and then going second. The host us yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. You could. I wonder if you could be like, hey, everybody go do 30, 35 minutes. And you're like, we're going to reset. Maybe you could do that. That's a long show, man. I know it's a long show, but if you're like, here's four comics, write a 30-minute, you know, it's like in your head, like I would just put together a 30-minute set. That's why it's like doing 20, 20, you, everybody's going to be <coughs> between 20 and 30, I bet. And then it's, you know, 25 probably, and then and then you go out together. And Sebastian would have to go last, I would think, just to like at the end of a of the four-hour show, right? Just to bring oh, okay. this energy. energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that point, you what need some act out. What are y'all still doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. The, I suggested, because uh, the order is like, you know, you're like, I don't want to make Seinfeld go last, but you're just like, I don't know what to do. Like, you're, <laughs> you're Seinfeld. You're Seinfeld. Uh, do you I guys decide? No. We, I, I, don't, I feel like I'm going to have to spearhead it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's going to be fine. You might have whatever. to host. You might have to host it. Yeah, I'd host it. Uh, but I kind of figured it's kind of like a, I don't know, a years thing. That's how I always think comedy. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'll go first, and then it'll be probably Sebastian, Jim, Seinfeld. Because I, I, I don't know who's. I think Jim's been doing it longer than Sebastian. So you just kind of do it by a years yeah. thing, where you're just like hierarchy of yeah. I hope y'all fight about it because that would be. <laughs> yeah, I hope there's some. Real I hate eat. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld always. He's like, I don't care. You could put whatever. me second. <laughs> yeah, I'll. I'll. I'm not telling. Look, I'll go up whenever you yeah. just. I'll do whatever you want to do. That's. That's the only direction I can think of. So, what tell us about Butcher Box? Yeah. 
Get incredible deals and premium cuts from Butcher Box. We love using Butcher Box. It is a high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's very easy because it is delivered right to your door with free shipping. Uh, as I'm trying to lose some weight before I take the special in April, we'll see where we end up. It's not good right now. I'll tell you that. What are you at? Uh, um, I think I'm 186 or something. Like it's Ugh. crazy. Yeah, it's bad. Gross. Uh, uh, so I need my meal preps <laughs> to keep me on track. ButcherBox great because it's they got the meat in there. It's uh, I like that I'm always prepared with meat in the freezer. Uh, you know, I'm not home enough to run to the grocery store. And I never have gone to the grocery store, mm-hmm. even when I am home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's both of those things. <laughs> I don't go. This is two reasons I want it. Is way you're like, I don't have time to go to the grocery store. Also, I don't ever go to the grocery store. Uh, But it's great to have that here. It makes it super easy. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what is for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds Mm. of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips. Steak tips are nice. For free. For free, you get that in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash Nate and use code Nate to choose your free offer and get $20 off. There we go. Hey, I have two things I'd like to show. Speaking of ButcherBox, someone uh, in (laughs) Milwaukee, a girl uh, has this chicken and named him Dusty Slay. Oh, wow. The family brought that to me. I I think they're podcast listeners. Their daughter named the chicken Dusty Slay. Oh, and then these that? people in Milwaukee, this girl drew this picture for me. Oh, my gosh. I think this says Lydia. Yeah. Luda, but I don't maybe? know how to read in cursive, and I'm Luda? sorry about that. But oh, they're wow. podcast That's listeners. That's great. Wow. And she drew that. Yeah. It's really crazy. Great. People yeah. can draw. Like, I don't know how. So I appreciate those yeah. things. I wanted to show that off. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah I don't know how people draw. You know, I don't think I can draw. Do you never doodle stuff in school, really? No, kept it pretty serious. I drew this guy <laughs> just today. Doodle the there, yeah. that guy. I was never a doodler. I would doodle, but I would do like uh, almost <laughs> like is? fractals, like geometric. Yeah, fractals. Designs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's a fractal? You know what a fractal is? No. After you drink a lot of acidophilus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my fractals yeah. are acting up. Yeah. Is that the person that delivers like, you the acidophilus? That's what a fractal is. It's like a like a repeating <clears throat> pattern all around. Like a swoosh. Yeah, I would just draw yeah. like random stuff like Looks that. It's a bit like an octopus. You think that's so what even led to your, your feeling? downtime is just boring <laughs> <laughs> like education stuff. It's just <laughs> Even your goofing off. <laughs> no, practice. I don't know. I would always balance my checkbook when I got bored. <laughs> yeah, checkbook in seventh grade. I'll just pay the bills for the family when I'm bored. Have uh, you ever written a check? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to write one. I write probably one a year. And for last, what? Last night was it. I mean, just on average, I would say. Okay. But I had to pay something last night. You could pay online. It was going to be $33 more Ugh. for the process. Convenience fee. fee. Convenience fee. So I thought, I'm just going to write it out. And it, I started too big. <laughs> that line's not that long. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And it was $1,269.06. And I wrote 
1,000, and I'm like, uh-oh, I'm out of space here. <laughs> I do that every time. It starts yeah. real big, and then it starts to get, by the end, it's real crammed up yeah. in there. Yeah. Like, you're just, it's going up. That's What'd you buy? You, well, it was a bill I had to pay, but then uh, Ruth said, don't put that in the mailbox. She's like, you got, I would take it in the post office. Why? And she said, because uh, check washing, people will steal it mm-hmm. and wash the checks. And I'm like, I'll meet you halfway. I'll just put it in a U.S. Postal Service box on there the way go. here, yeah. which is what I did. But then my buddy, I thought she was being ridiculous. My buddy, Ben Hall, who, you know, said just had a check stolen from his mailbox and they like did $5,000 worth of stuff. They washed it and rewrote wow. it. So oh, I think wow. it's a big thing. Catch me if you can. Yeah. It seems like they're going to the right homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you know, <laughs> it's, they, they get an idea. Those Old people checks. who write checks. Yeah, they're finding. So yeah, you're getting at? Yeah, yeah, as I'm getting at, like they know where they're going. Like yeah. they're. But that's interesting. You asked that because checks are like we. I have to look up like what goes, you know, how to write it out. Uh-huh. I've had to do that before. I remember I wrote my old roommate. I had to write my rent check to him. Yeah. And I wrote it and I gave it to him and I'm walking out the door and he goes, "Hey, hey, uh, you forgot to sign the back of this." And I was like, what? He goes, you forgot to sign the back of this. I was like, I wrote the check to you. You signed the back of right. it. And we fought about that for like 15 minutes. He's like, no, you got to endorse it so they know that you that you're, it's your check. And I was like, you endorse it, yeah. dude. It's just two 20-somethings. Yeah. <laughs> idiotic <laughs> argument. And I remember being like, so you just think every check you've ever gotten has been wrong? Yeah. Like every paycheck you've gotten, they just didn't do it correctly. He's like, oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. That's the kind yeah. of fights we were having back then. <laughs> At Notre Dame? No. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is my room. When I'm in Nashville a few years ago. Uh, yeah. This is when you get out of the You yeah. got out of the things uh, change. Uh-huh. This yeah. is where you, the house you lived in when the, someone broke in and stole your Arby's jumpsuit. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is the real world. You left college. My buddy got the, into the left his house. What we arguing about? <laughs> That's right. It's a Ball State yeah. argument. For sure. You go, yeah, it is a Ball State <laughs> argument. You go, I can't believe I'm having this conversation. Uh-huh. And then it's like he's like, this is I've been waiting this conversation my whole <laughs> yeah, life. He's <laughs> like ready to go about it. He, my, 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 that's a different house. My roommate, but he, he left. His mom got sick, so he went and stayed with her for a while. Came back. This is in Madison, Tennessee. There's like seven homeless people. In his house, living there. Wow. He had to like kick open the door, and they're just they're just squatting there. He had to like go through and get them all out, and the cops came. They just squatted there for like wow. two or three months. Just took wow. over his house. Oh, Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's crazy to think about, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. knowing what stuff you had told me about that place, though, and having picked you up there before, oh yeah, uh, there's no doubt that they were like. Just watching that and go, this guy's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was rough. Yeah. It was a rough neighborhood. But I mean, how do you like do you ever think that you feel relaxed as a squatter? You're just mentally you just are do not care. Probably on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, based on what they found, yeah. yeah. They they came in there to to get yeah. after it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if they were yeah. They Did he own that house? Yeah. Because I don't Still know how you want to live in there after that. What if you're one He's of the squatters yeah. and you leave something and you go <laughs> and like you got to go back and go, hi. <laughs> I left my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of cash in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember me. but yeah. uh, <laughs> Like the week before. Uh, sorry. I was one of the guys that 
<laughs> do you remember when <laughs> the, you got that? Because how do you bring that up? Yeah. You don't go like, obviously. Because yeah. nor you yeah. could probably knock on their own go, obviously. Yeah. My wallet's in there. He's going to go, I don't know if you remember yeah. the time that me and five other <laughs> You were out of town. You were out of town for a little while. (laughs) And I lived in this home for two to three months. (laughs) I subletted this house. I subletted this house without paying and you didn't know about it. I think I I left my wallet behind the refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) We were behind the refrigerator more than you would think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't got no copper wires back there anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the sun. Right. I don't know if the sun gets enough respect around here. Yeah. I mean, I was going to wait, but Aaron said it's about to burn out in 5 billion years. So I thought we'd better get to it. Didn't yeah. they just say the sun flare things? Oh, what yeah. What about it? Like, didn't, did you have that on mm-hmm. there? Oh. I heard about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Main topical stuff is sun flare. You're talking about the sun. Never. <laughs> what are you talking it about? It knocked AT&T out. Oh, that's what caused it? That's, that's what, what they it say. Says, uh, solar flares, oh. yeah. You guys solar believe flares. that? <clears throat> no. I that, don't the idea it. of it is, yeah, no one. Is pure center, that's what they said. Solar flares. I don't even know what that means. It's just a little extra. Sun gives a little extra. She flares up a little bit. My sun's flaring up. Well, you ever watch it? You know, you watch a bonfire. Yeah. Every now and then there's a little, yeah. A little something gets going on there. Yeah. 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 Something, something pops off. That's how I, I mean, that's help. crazy that the sun could just a little, I would imagine it's always popping off like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. They'll drop an EMP on us and shut down all our stuff and say it was a solar flare. What's the EMP? Like an electromagnetic pulse. They're like supposed to knock out all electronics. Okay. Had a lot of trouble saying electronic. Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about the sun a little bit last week. Dusty and I debated whether sunscreen was good or bad for you. And (laughs) I'm against it. We got into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hard stuff. We also talked about the uh, solar eclipse that's coming up. Do you you know that? There's a uh, full solar eclipse coming up April 8th. Mm. We were invited to do a live podcast in Indianapolis because they say right around there is where it will come. Mm-hmm. And it'll, that's where the X hits because the last one came from the northwest down to the southeast. And this one's coming up from the north, no, the southwest going up to the northeast. So it's going to make an X right across America. And someone that invited us. Well, Aaron jokingly said last week, we should do our podcast from the path where it's going to be totally. Yeah. And I think people, everyone in the path has invited us. I've gotten multiple emails saying, you should come here and, uh, nice. and do it, you know, for the 30 seconds that it will be in darkness. I'm going to be at home protecting my family. Cause something <laughs> yeah. wild. Were y'all, did y'all see it when it came, <laughs> when it came through Nashville? Did y'all see it? Yeah. Okay. Can I, can I be potentially stick in the mud? Yeah. Was I the only one a little unimpressed? Uh, I was wildly impressed. You were in a lot of old hickory, right? Yeah, I, I got a video of uh, I, I teed off and hit a golf ball in the dark. Yeah. In the dark. Uh, I mean, that's fun. You were playing was, golf, um, so you were having a good time. I was just looking at it. I, but it, but it's it's the crickets in it. I mean, it's insane. Like it's just out of nowhere, you okay. hear nothing. But I was I was just watching videos today of people like crying. Well, I at, no, like, I don't. Like it's a spiritual experience. Well, I mean, it got dark for a few yeah, seconds. but you're talking about a. Uh, non like that's lunacy. There's no one that's like that, except the one video you saw. So, <laughs> but on on planet Earth, there's four people that are crying. But you watch those. That video goes viral because the rest of the people are just wouldn't make a funny video. They would uh-huh. be like that. So no one's like that. Uh, 
but it's crazy just to be like you hear nothing and then like that it goes crickets yeah. and then it's like it's outside and then back to nothing and it's like uh-huh. i mean crickets how dumb are they <laughs> <laughs> like i mean yeah they're like oh it's dark yeah. let's get out <laughs> i mean they they're like oh i feel yeah. like i didn't get any sleep yeah, right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me yeah. this year they're like just sleep in your clothes yeah, yeah. sleep yes. yourself that's what they do yeah, yeah. Well, I was downtown and it was cloud cover, so I kind of was disappointed. Oh, really? Yeah. I I watched it from my house and I and it was cool. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't know if I would travel to go experience it again. Uh I mean, I, we were getting it so good in Nashville. I mean, I wish I, uh I could see if I have that video. What's wild about that is like, you know, ancient civilizations would have really taken that as some sort of a sign. Dude, can you imagine if you're just doing whatever and then that happens? Yeah, and we're out here hitting golf balls and barbecuing and, mm-hmm. you know, making fun of the crickets. <laughs> but, like, ancient times, I mean, it would be like, mm-hmm. it'd be well, like, whoa, the, let's sacrifice some things. You know, in, in the... <laughs> In the Bible, again, to bring it back to Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah. I'll save this for an SNL sketch. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was dark for like three hours oh. while he was on the cross from like noon to three. Okay. And some historians think maybe that was an eclipse. Dark. Do they say dark, physically dark or dark like? I mean, I think it's, physically it's dark. It's a sad time. Like the sun was blocked out. Sun was, okay. Yeah. From clouds, maybe? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I think it's... There weren't a lot of weather terms back then. I yeah. Guess. I'd rather just say, ah, oh, that didn't happen than to say, oh, there just also happened to be an eclipse that day that <laughs> yeah. lasted from noon to three. What are the odds? Yeah, three-hour eclipse. How long is this one? I mean, a few it, minutes. Yeah, minutes. A three-hour one. Is what happened there? Yeah, yeah that's a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, we, I mean, we had the kids out. We were, everybody's at a, it was like, it was a great day. Sure. We were playing golf. The kids were at a pool or at, uh, Old Hickory Country Club. And, uh, and then we're, so I'm hitting. And then I was like, I'm, we we had, we stopped just the middle of the round because it's like, you gotta, you can't see, it gets completely dark. But it's, I mean, I was blown away by it. I mean, it's just insane. Just the middle of the day. It's just completely dark, mm-hmm. sounds like it's dark, and then it goes back to normal. Pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty crazy thing. And how about this? Delta is offering a flight where they follow the eclipse through the air. It's from Austin to Detroit, designed to maximize how much time they spend within the path of totality. And they even have a plane with bigger windows. Mm-hmm. So you just hop on and just follow it along, so you're just in the darkness. Oh, the whole time? Yeah. For yeah. as much as you could. I looked this up last night. It's all, every one sold out. Really? Mm-hmm. Every flight? Well, there's one flight, but every seat. every seat is sold out. Now, they are offering some later flights. Um, Catch the back end of it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's some Major League Baseball games that are having to move their times because of it. They shouldn't move the time. Just stop the game. Yeah. yeah. That's Two the minutes. coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think there's a couple of, there were going to be day games. They've moved to night. Oh, that's what a missed opportunity. Yeah, is. yeah. They should just have the lights on, mm-hmm. and then during the eclipse, you keep playing. Do it like Sandlot. Put some fireworks up in the darkness. How cool would that be? Yeah. Like, we're going to turn the lights on, 
And when it goes dark, is it if it's two minutes, like make sure have at least like one at bat yeah. in complete dark in a game that played during a solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. You know how people would watch that yeah. game? Well, there's that's true. They just do a mound visit that takes up the whole eclipse. Yeah. That's what they would do. <laughs> yeah. People just are always it. predicting things that don't come true, mm-hmm. but people are predicting that after this that this going across America like this, making this X, that there will be these earthquakes. And I think we talked about this last week, but mm-hmm. on this fault line that runs right up, basically kind of near the path that we haven't had earthquakes in, in a long time. And so, you know, I just want to throw that out there while we're having a little fun baseball talk. Only there <laughs> yeah. Could be some negatives. <laughs> I don't know where that you, game. I'd like to see where you he read all this. Yeah. Well, my TikTok is wild. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It is a rave, oh, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok's where it's at now. You TikTok's the algorithm honed in. Yeah, TikTok's the old YouTube. I yeah. mean, you know, YouTube used to be a free world out there, but it's not as fun. TikTok is still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I tried to find, like I Googled, there are more earthquakes after an eclipse. It said the only thing, I, there's a full moon uh-huh. during an eclipse because it blocks up the sun. And I guess the tides can be stronger from the full moon, so therefore oh. it could trigger more eclipses. I mean, oh. uh, earthquakes. Earthquakes. Okay. I had a time lapse of downtown Nashville. That went viral. Yeah, and I can't find it right now, but... Um, should have put your dates at the end, though. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when was the... I got a ton of views. When was the eclipse? 2017. Mm. Um... Anyway, um, well, the next one's not till 2044. It's the next time we'll get an eclipse over North America. 2024, 2044. Two so close together, yeah, mm-hmm. and that they do form an X across the country. I think that's pretty wild. Yeah. Regardless if you believe anything's going to happen or not, it is pretty wild to think that an X is being formed right over the country. In a short matter of time with these mm-hmm. eclipses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's crazy times. What's, that, what's at why. the center of the X? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think this, is it not portal. this Indiana town? Missouri? Something like that is where it, where it crosses? Jackson County, Missouri? Is it? Maybe. There was a town in Illinois, I think, who is experiencing both. The one from 2017 and this wow. one. So, I would get out of there. <clears throat> I think it'd be awesome. The experience. Um, the sun's 93 million miles away, mm-hmm. or 10 to 15 miles, depending on who you ask. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I'm okay. tracking with you. <clears throat> it takes sunlight. We've talked about this a little bit over eight minutes to. I've never <clears throat> put a number on it, by the right. way. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. But it could be a little more, a little less. You're saying. Yeah. yeah. You said we've never driven there. Who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Or 93 million seems even like. flown anywhere close to it. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever, when they say didn't like 93 million, you said 93 million mm-hmm. years years away? Miles. miles. If, I, if I said years, I meant miles. Oh, I don't know. Eight light minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's that doesn't really mean anything to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think even scientists, like he's, they say it and yeah. then it's like, what does that mean? You'd be like, yeah, it's just what we're saying. You know the solar flares we were talking about? Yeah. It takes eight minutes for us to see it. Yeah. That's uh, how far that's how far away it is. Well that makes why don't they say it like that every time? <laughs> well, I think they 
All right, I'm, well, like, just right. I'm like your buddy with a check that goes, all right, well, I, I never thought of it like that. Uh, this is a ball state. No, you got to endorse this. No, you got to. Would you sign your name on that? <laughs> would you stand by this check? Yeah. You better endorse <laughs> So the sun's made up of gases and hydrogen and helium, and it's just held together by its own gravity. And I never really thought about the solar system, like what constitutes when it ends and when it starts. Mm-hmm. It's when the gravitational pull of the sun is no more. That's when mm-hmm. it ends. So that's how big the solar system is, when you can get away from the sun. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's planets out there that are just on their own. Or, or in not their own necessarily solar system. planets. Yeah. What's it called? The Oort cloud? That little on the... on the. I think so. On the very outside edge of it. Past Pluto. There's little stuff that's still getting picked up by the sun mm-hmm. out there. You ever see the movie Moonfall? Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I swear. Who's that? I just watched it recently. It's pretty new. It's great. And uh, yeah, they they the the moon starts to get off its orbit. Mm-hmm. I might watch it again tonight. And it's starting to come around and kind of, I just, it's starting to come around and like, uh, they're worried that it's about to crash into Earth. Is mm. Kiefer Sutherland in that? He is very briefly. Oh, I remember this movie. And uh, yeah, but the moon, they discover, is like a... M- mega structure to where it's hollow inside are you giving stuff away uh not too much Probably. a yeah. little bit but not too much is this fiction <laughs> <laughs> oh this isn't the movie i'm thinking about it's real i mean it's like it's kind of cheesy in a way but also it's good it's entertaining yeah. i was into it okay yeah, well, I would check this. I would watch this. Yeah, I, I think just, I've seen this. Maybe I haven't. I think we've I think talked about it on this podcast. Before. Yeah, but just talking I think I've about seen it. Uh, you know, the gravitational the moon's pull. falling on the Earth because right? the moon's starting to get closer, and as it gets closer, it's you and pulling, I might be talking about the yeah. same movie. It's pulling more of the wave, like the like. There's big waves now because the the moon is coming so close. It's yeah. pretty wild. I, mean, I think the movie I'm thinking about had Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. and she's like real depressed and going through all these problems. But then when the moon starts coming to the earth, she can handle it better than anybody because she's, she's a, a werewolf or what? Well, she's just already got her own oh, issues. I'd be interested oh, okay. in seeing that. So people whose lives are going great, obviously they're in disarray, but uh-huh. I just watched a, an under, I've never heard of that. Movie. All right. Well, I just watched an underwater <clears throat> movie with her. I, I forgot about this. I watched it because we talked about <laughs> the oceans, but they went, went wait, they were doing this, uh, you know, the movie opens up where like the explorations they had been doing have gone completely wrong and they're way deep down and they've been drilling into the bottom of the ocean and they like opened it up and these beasts came out of the, came out of the bottom of the ocean and it's pretty wild. It's mm. kind of boring, but also kind of exciting <laughs> that, too. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Okay. Not Kirsten Dunst. I'm right. sorry. That's all right. Google knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Google goes, people make this mistake all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's underwater. The, yeah. That's Is that what it's called? It's called yeah. Underwater. It's an yeah. underwater movie, and that's yeah. what came up. How about that? Yeah, it was pretty What's good. What's his movie that he's talking about? Yeah, look up Kir- Kirsten Dunst's Moon. Yeah. That is it. I don't even understand the this. Moon Elisa smile. That's what popped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Melancholia. Melancholia. Yeah. It's an apocalyptic psychological drama, oh, thriller, art film. Well, you know I'm into these sort of I things. I know, I know. Kirsten Dunn. This is good. Kiefer Sutherland. It's not what you 
Nah, it's a little bit I more. I don't fun. even know if I know what I think about it. The way you described it. It's a more movie about a woman who's dealing with some issues in her life. And then also, and oh, then yeah, of course, about, the moon and then the moon is what? Uh, about to crash. And I mean, it's almost like a, a side plot. Like the moon is a side plot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like she's dealing with all these issues. And then, oh, yeah, near the end, the moon is about to crash. Yeah. Here's what a person thinks about. <laughs> Here's everything she's going through with, you yeah. know, what the moon coming in. This is a rogue planet. Maybe I'm wrong about the moon. Although it has detractors, many critics and film scholars have considered the film to be a masterpiece. It was voted one of the greatest films since 2000 and is listed in one of the best films of the 21st century. Wow. What's the difference between me and Nate? Uh, <laughs> You're saying it's bad. I'm saying for you, it's going to be bad. Did it say it was a de- depression trilogy? In there somewhere? Yeah, right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a... Oh, yeah. It's the second film in the unofficially titled Depression Trilogy. The first one's Antichrist? Yep, followed by Nymphomaniac. Eh, yeah, I'll skip those, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Depression <laughs> Trilogy. Yeah, I'll go ahead and mark that off. Oh, yeah. How could you make a movie? Like, yeah. Someone want to sit and watch a movie? Just a, like, just, a Depression yeah, Trilogy? Yeah. yeah. You go, yeah, yeah. I watched them all back to back to back. Yeah. I could see you watching it being completely unaffected by it. Too. Yeah, uplifted actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure if you leave away, your takeaway is like, I think the moon was coming close because I don't think the moon or the planet have anything to do with this. It's about yeah her struggles. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, just got my I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I would have to be confused because, like, how could you watch a movie about a planet or the moon hitting Earth mm-hmm. and and like just focus on one person and be like, she's like, I'm depressed. I'd be like, can you go to the plot? Or I'd be, mm-hmm. the, I'd be you just the whole movie. I would be thinking like they'd go, then I, I don't then jump <laughs> off a bridge. Yeah, the moon is about to hit us in the face. Brian, we have other stuff. I'm looking at the plot section. I don't know if you could build a movie that Nate would hate more than <laughs> plot part one. Justine. It just follows this. It follows a dream. Yeah. It's a dream sequence. Showcases slow motion shots of the main characters, a collapsing horse, <laughs> falling birds. Oh, a collapsing horse, though. Yeah, All right, write it back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like his dead horse joke. Yeah. And also a rogue planet crashing at the end. The initial inspiration for the film came from a depressive episode suffered by the director. So Brian's like, you got any plans this Saturday? <laughs> Let's sit down. You guys want to come over? Yeah, I'll be watching movies all day. <laughs> I'll pop popcorn. What are you watching? Star Wars? No, 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 no. The Depression Trilogy. <laughs> Let's get it. So I don't, but I understand it. So then it's just her... Yeah, man. it's an unofficial trilogy. It's not like an officially packaged trilogy, but it's oh, like, really... but it's kind of grouped together by fans. Yeah. Mm. Interesting stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I think even the name and everything, I just probably wouldn't. Nothing would make me go watch this. Mm-hmm. And then, not why that. did you watch it? Uh, oh, Keith or Sutherland is in this. He's in Moonfall for right, a second. Right. Okay. I think there was just there was a period in my life where I just saw everything yeah. going and there was 
it was out. It was new. I know Kirsten Dunst and Kiefer Sutherland. So I'm like, let's just it watch this. Tuesday night. Brian goes, I'm in the mood for an apocalyptic yeah. psychological <laughs> drama thriller art film. It's pre-family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pre-family, right. you don't. Right. There's, you, Do you consume you, different art now that you're married with a kid? Oh, yeah. Okay. Consume no art now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Miss I, Rachel and Peppa Pig. I get there that. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. Um, so the, the sun's getting hotter. It's, uh, it's because it's converting hydrogen to helium. So it's a billion years from now, it's going to be 10% brighter than it is today. I mean, they get, they shouldn't even mention it. <laughs> they just should. Well, there you go. That's sooner than the, it exploding. So yeah, it's going to be unlivable here in a billion years. Let's yeah. brighten it up now. I could go for a little brightness. Yeah. Yeah. What's one little it's not going to be like sliding it up on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you a little yeah but what's days. one little notch? That's what I'm saying. How hot would it be? Well, they're actually trying to get it cooler. We've talked before about dimming the sun. Oh, Bill mm-hmm. Gates is trying to block it out. Well, mm-hmm. we talked about it. Another one. I think a few people tried to like put up chemicals in the air to block it. Well, yeah. now. Smart. Yeah, smart. That's, that sounds yeah. good. No one voted on that. Yeah. Let's block the sun, the, yeah. the giver of life to all our plants. Yeah. Now they've come up with another idea to put up a giant tarp. In the it's like a, a parasol, which you know, just a giant umbrella. Where they go tie it to? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, I think it up there. We're gonna tie this thing tie it to the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, can you give us like a synopsis? Yeah, well, basically, it, having one single object like that, like a giant umbrella. Mm-hmm. Is not feasible. So the the prototype they're working on now is to have like a bunch. Of <laughs> well, I love it's not. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh, they got to ask us if it's feasible. They went, yeah, well, they went down a long road to, before they yeah. go. I don't think that's feasible. Well, what you know what is more feasible rather than one single object is to have a bunch of different, almost like drones, like thousands of them that can take the shape of whatever you need it to be mm. in the sky. And then they kind of come together. So like in a stadium when everyone has the signs. That they exactly. Out. That's a great yeah. analogy. Yeah. yeah. How, how about that? And you can even sell advertising on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're That's looking to secure commercials <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. sky. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. morning. You open your curtain. <laughs> yeah. Next tell. <laughs> Next tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. the oldest reference. <laughs> yeah. Next tell's not a thing. Yeah. Bell South. Yeah. Get it now. <laughs> Bell South would. <laughs> Next. I don't think Next Tell. They no. might have. Purity, sweet acidophilus. Yeah. They're looking to secure anywhere between 10 million and 20 million to build their prototype. Um, and this is the quote. They said, we're not going to save the planet, but we're going to show that it can be done. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, okay. Trying to dim it a little bit. Uh, that helps. I think the argument. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine we're on Earth and the point of us is to <laughs> go change a bunch of stuff. No, I think the point is let's leave, let's go somewhere else. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, what do you maybe let's But their argument is we are changing stuff in the atmosphere, so we gotta we gotta do something to fix it. We we gotta know, start but I at just Mars. it's yeah, it's just I don't I can't I just can't have a hard time rubbing my head around putting a blanket between <laughs> us and the sun is what this world's what your life is meant to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, they'll do it, and then it'll crash on all of us, and they'll go, if you had just given up your gas car, then this wouldn't have happened. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe an Afghan. (laughs) So you can still see Uh some stuff. Yeah. 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 Tethered to an asteroid. That's what they're going to do. Where? 
different teams that just use an actual umbrella tethered to an asteroid. That's what one team suggested. These are a team of scientists from Harvard and the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you should Sounds look like at Michigan that. State. Am I right? That was the they they were like, all right, we're gonna go catch an asteroid. We're gonna tie <laughs> an umbrella to <laughs> you it to catch it. Yeah, you gotta catch it. You gotta go <laughs> out yeah. space. Sneak up on it. You <laughs> space cowboys. Yeah, you know you know what what mean? Mean? we gotta rope yeah. it. Yeah, gotta rope it. It, it. it gets bucks and goes <laughs> yeah. wild. And we're like, calm down, boy. Calm <laughs> down. And then we tie a large blanket. More like a, more like a, yeah, like a tarp. sail. Yeah, tarp. Okay, a sail yeah, yeah. in space. <laughs> and then we hope it never moves. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how we would do that. I have to read through this report. That's what I mean. Like, how do you even get this far into having an article without someone in your science team going, like, how's it, how are we going to catch an asteroid? Yeah. Like, there's, you know, that, it shouldn't. An article shouldn't say. Well, at first, one guy said, well, "What about an umbrella?" <laughs> well, we've landed spacecraft on asteroids. I know, but it's it's it, it's just, just take a, take a sheet up there It all you. sounds stupid in a in a movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> what do they know? Like, what would happen if you do block the sun? Is that going to be good? I think they want to block one to two percent of it. To, yeah. To to do what? To lower the global warming. Yeah, I can't. You know, I feel it's like fine putting a curtain yeah. in your on your bedroom. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. One of those kind of see through curtains where you can still tell what time of day it is. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine about. that's that just doesn't seem like that's the that's the thing to do. Well, if you accept the premise, if you accept the premise, which is that it's getting hotter and it's I don't be, accept it. Well. Let's play along. That's the whole point okay. of this thought oh, okay. exercise. Oh, is if you accept the premise that it's getting hotter and it's increasingly difficult to live here, and it will get to a point where it's impossible, mm-hmm. what's the next move? I think so far that again, like we just those people will deal with it. Yeah, I think we just die <laughs> off. Yeah, we just, it's over. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is oh, over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys should watch Melancholy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the di- dinosaurs had. A- yeah. yeah, you know, like they just had to run. Just another <laughs> extinction error. This is know? the first episode in the Depression trilogy of the Nateland podcast. <laughs> yeah, here. we got a couple more coming up. You're not going to have to deal with any of this. But I'd like to, you know, at the end of my life, look back and go, I did what I could. Yeah. You know? Did you look at a kite in the sky that you. He's professionalism. He he wants gave, to, I, I'm just you gave eight dollars to. You agreed. They can tie <laughs> part of it on top of my home. <laughs> hey, I got a van out in the driveway. <laughs> Why don't you tie it to that? Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Get it out of the way. If it lifts it up, it's fine. They're trying to reduce solar radiation by one point seven percent. That's bad. So you know, look, we're not shooting for the stars. Well, we literally. One star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the one that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Superman got his powers from the sun. Do you know that? Uh, I thought he's from a different solar system. What if the sun was like, I'm going to just go away? Yeah. Why don't they try to move the sun? The sun is moving. But so we're, moving. we're tethered to it. We're moving with it. Because of the gravity. Because, well. But like, why can't we just go like, Mm, 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 <laughs> scoot over just a little bit more. Yeah. Why don't they say just something like that? Just nudge our way out of there. Move slightly. And Why then... don't they go, everybody, 
on the count of three, push to your left. Yeah, like why? <laughs> why is that not the move though? That's right? not, and it's eight billion people pushing to the. Put left. some spaceships. Do something. Put some spaceships on the Earth yeah. and push it a little out, so we get a little further from the sun, mm-hmm. and that would cool it because we'll be a little further. We just move yeah. our orbit out a little bit. That's the move. I don't think if I pitched that in that meeting, that's it. Because I feel like the guy would make fun of us. And I'd go, you said put an umbrella on it. <laughs> and then all of them would go, well, that makes more sense. I'd go, I don't understand how that makes more sense. Because I'm saying, like, you know, the Rockies get a spaceship, mm-hmm. tie something to it. But y'all take off. A bunch of spaceships yeah. take off, and mm-hmm. they just kind of drag the, you know. Mm-hmm. You just kind of pull it out a little just bit. Just come pull just it out a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just kind of. <laughs> we don't need much. Just accidentally, you're going to go probably the perfect amount. Yeah. And you would hate it if it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're like, golly, now go back. Go back up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's freezing. <laughs> Everybody that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great I mean and if it did all freeze then the oceans will probably freeze and we just you know we just put on a, you know some thick coats we have mm-hmm. a little more land now yeah we can navigate you know we can boy I was in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago we went out and paddle boarded and the ocean uh, Fort Myers that I mean the sun there was brutal yeah it's like you could feel it I got really sunburned we, we uh, but in it's when that sunburn it's the sun where you can you're like I'm going to be in yeah. bad, bad shape. Oh, yeah. Like, because it's, it just, you could, f- it just feels like it, it felt closer. So Ooh. maybe. Yeah. Just put an umbrella. I thought about there. that. You know what I did? Set under, uh, under an umbrella. That's what I'm saying. Tied to an asteroid. Sure. But then the umbrella now, business goes out of now, business. Now, Nate, if your umbrella was big enough to also cover the guy you were playing with, wouldn't you hold it up for the two of you? What am I playing? <laughs> I was paddleboarding. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I assumed. I, or sorry. canoeing. I, I don't know. I thought you were playing golf. Oh, would I give him? Yeah, yeah. if you're riding with somebody, you, you know, if it's big enough for the two, and you. then he would have one for his, you know, ancestors for one thousand years from now. <laughs> so then we we're, we're both carry the weight of extra umbrellas, right? Right. Just to just so our ancestors in a thousand years mm-hmm. they can't find out that they're related to billion us. billion years. Billion, just like Elvis's Mike Man. Yeah, Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's exactly right. And you hope that then they go, a little Aaron Weber in a billion Mm -hmm. years goes. You know what? I had. There have been times where the human species was threatened with extinction. Like there have been, and aren't you grateful that those guys survived? What were some of those times? Look, dude, the bubonic. I mean, we talked. We talked about it on this play, the bubonic plague. We've had. Uh, we've had diseases. We've had. Uh, look, we we Wars. talked about some of those hobbit tribes that we f- beat out. You know, competing for the top of the food chain. Like it. It, it wait, hasn't wait, been. Wait, that what? Thing, yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you remember that, right? Uh, the hobbits. Give me one more clue. <laughs> they're all those. They're you know humans. <laughs> Homo sapiens weren't the only humanoid uh, species. The we. Oh, now this is a topic I'm into. We eliminated other ones. So mm. There's all these fossils that we found of uh-huh. humanoid yeah. creatures that humans just came in and just destroyed them. So I'm saying it's not. it was never a foregone conclusion that humans would exist. I'm saying you don't feel any kind of gratitude to those past human beings that kept it going. You don't appreciate that at all? I mean, I, I, no, I... I... 
I think I appreciate it, but I mean, they were trying to stay alive. Right. Uh, I don't, I, I would never expect, I don't know if I maybe don't appreciate it, but I would never expect them to have been thinking of me. So like, it's there's one thing that, survival. yeah, there's a me that you're like, I think it's, I think it'd be crazy if that person's like, we got to survive this for whatever. You got to think of like in the moment to be like, you want, it's like everything. You want to leave everything better than when you found it is mm-hmm. the idea. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to just try to be like, we're just trying to do our best. We're trying to get through all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't think I would never, you know, if they're like, I was thinking about you the whole time, you'd be like, <laughs> well, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? Like, just, you're not, yeah, I don't matter. Well, where's the line? You care about your daughter's generation. Yeah, right? I yeah. do. I mean, I think about like, yeah, the, the younger generation and way and stuff goes and you're like, yeah, it's tough. Uh, but I mean, it's like you do, you deal with what you're dealing with and you mm-hmm. just deal with it in the moment and you hope you're moving forward and it's going forward. And then like, yeah, I'm not saying you don't want to leave a legacy or something behind, but it's just a very broad I think it should, you know, it's like, I want my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. And if you do comedy, I want people to have a good time. I want, there's all this kind of stuff and nice spirited thing. I don't want to go put an umbrella for the sun and then think about people <laughs> like that. I don't, you know, cause what if the umbrella is bad and it backfires on us? Like we try this, put it oh, we take it down. And, uh, Where you what, if, put it? what if it becomes devastation? It's like really like it kills uh, species that couldn't survive with that low percentage of sun. And yeah. now that species is not around anymore. And that was something that this animal fed off of. You don't care now, about the human species at all, but you care about this hypothetical species. But we're talking about, so, well, this, it's all hypothetical. I think it's just, though. but like, who, yeah, yeah, but who gets to decide that? Like, that's the thing is like, when you're going to cover the whole Smart earth, people. we're all on it. I know, but I mean, you're like, that's that's got to be like, uh, it's got. It ain't just like, hey, we're gonna go do this now, because uh-huh. I, yeah. you know, you, you're like, well, what? You can't, you can't just sporadically, just out of nowhere, go. We're gonna do the umbrella thing. Yeah, you have to get a lot of countries on board. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> you yeah. win, I guess. Go to Poland, see if they want to. I don't, Why I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like a real low, a, a real cold country. Like, ask them. Like, are you guys mm. interested in per- potentially getting a little colder? Yeah, you know Alaska. Yeah, like, yeah, Russia. Yeah, what do you think they're gonna say? They were like, wanna... we're getting a little hot. Okay, you guys, you cold countries, you you mind if we turn it yeah. down a little bit? It's getting. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care when it gets to sixty five. <laughs> yeah, in February, so we're starting to get a little warm. Warm. Do you mind if y'all I have had a hard seven more dark winters? boarding the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all been to Florida, but yeah. the sun feels like it's on top of us down there. <laughs> you know, the thing about Florida, this is a mm-hmm. thought I had when I was in Florida. Like, it was like a 90 degrees in the daytime. And then the sun went away and it was still 90 degrees. Where's that heat coming from? Mm-hmm. You should tell that as a joke. Well, I've tried it as a joke. <laughs> How do you yeah. uh, Mixed reactions. <laughs> a lot of silence. Where's that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why, you know, it's like Maybe I, the moon talk. Yeah. I think it's the same as when you turn an oven off, it doesn't immediately. That's a good point. That's cool the down. best explanation I've had. And then it doesn't cool, but then the sun starts coming back out and you're like, well, who's turning that oven back on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop turning it on. Where's my umbrella? 
Well, well, that's a great question, though. If you had an umbrella in the oven uh, 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 above, you know, but below the coil, would the oven be less hot? No. I think I think I think the the analogy here is like let's say your oven you put your oven on and it's making the whole kitchen hot because there are holes in the oven door that you've created, right? So now you go, well, let's put up some kind of shield around the outside of the oven door so that it doesn't make the kitchen unlivable. But do we live in the kitchen or in the oven? We're in the oven. No, no, we're we're in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So now we got no heat because we've covered the holes. Well, no. Well, you got heat coming. Well, I don't know. Well, anyway, Superman's power comes from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of like solar panel. He absorbs it, so he doesn't lose power at nighttime. But if it were dark for multiple days, he would start getting weaker. Wow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did they ever use that against him? I think so. Okay. Well, some yeah. of the comic books. I think there's been some comic books oh, where yeah. he's like, something's happened and he's in darkness. Could this be why they're trying to do all this now? You never know. That would have been interesting to, I didn't know about that Superman, to put that more in. Like maybe he can't be strong at night. You know? He has Mm -hmm. to do it all during the day. Maybe that's Batman's advantage. He's a real nighttime guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Superman really doesn't have weakness. You know? Kryptonite. Yeah, but it's like that's. Who can get that? Yeah, no one. Lex Luthor. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it's like kryptonite's not on, it's not around here. Mm -hmm. But they mention kryptonite, but they don't mention he has a couple days of dark. (laughs) Like, I mean, so Superman can't go to Alaska for four months. Yeah. I guess not. That's crazy. He'd have to take a flight home. There's a big stretch of the year where you can do whatever you want in Alaska. Yeah. Superman can't do a thing about it. Yeah. Wow. Well, when he shows up, he's still got power. So... How long? I know, but how long does he have it? I mean, I think he goes for a few days. So even if you've been in the dark for a few days in Alaska, when he shows up, he could still do some stuff. No, I'm saying there's months at a time where there's, yeah. where there's no sun. No sun. When's the last time you guys seen that movie, the the Christopher Reeves movies? Never. You never seen them? Mm-mm. You've seen them? Yeah. My buddy Derek Humphrey was talking about this, and I just recently watched them, but. Sounds like a guy you made up. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it does sound like yeah. Joe Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But weird. imaginary friend that he watches movies with. Yeah. yeah. But weird that Superman is so into Lois Lane, right? Like she's not that attractive, not that good at her job, smokes a lot. Well, everybody smoked back then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But You're talking about Margot Kidder. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, Amy Adams is the. Current Lois Lane. Right, I mean the Christopher Reeve one. Yeah, 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 I mean, like, I'm just saying. It's weird that he's into her. So I don't much. think I would have ever known her name. Margot Kidder. Yeah. He had a poster of her up. I mean, yeah. that was my era. I yeah. don't think, I'm not saying she's an unattractive woman, but I'm saying you're Superman. And that's like, this is yeah, your. she's very pretty. This is your girl, though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he has X-ray vision. Maybe he, does, yeah. maybe he thinks more than skin deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, shout out Spunk. But it's like he made the he made the point that Superman is so good and moral, but she's not really. I know that might be what uh, is right. attractive. Maybe attractive. Maybe yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of what he wants to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, Margot Kidder. Good for like her. Kidder. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's into her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's still alive. No. Oh, really? I think she had a hard life after Superman. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, just... 
I think alcohol maybe or drugs. Yeah. And she died in 2018. So fairly recently. Yeah. 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 How old oh, was Yeah, it's yeah. a tough paragraph yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's <laughs> tough, man. Wikipedia took a dark turn. Yeah. Thank you, Margo. I'm sorry I said those things. That's well, okay. that's okay. I'll say this then. <laughs> yeah, you gotta just... I thought we'd get out on Superman. What was that? Right. You know, hey, what was that uh, ugly woman from Superman? <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> Why does Superman waste his yeah. time? Why is he like, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not saying she's ugly, but it's just like, I don't know. You're Superman. You're Maybe the... Superman needed those glasses because look at <laughs> the <laughs> leg <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. The eight, it was an 80s look. It was a different 70s. Yeah. The first I think one she's was very 70s. pretty. I agree. Yeah, look, you know yeah. the picture? She's very, very pretty. But she kind of disappears in Superman 4, I think, or th- maybe even 3. She's gone. Mm-hmm. That was probably some of the yeah. you know, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's right. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Well, uh, I was going to get out on Superman, but since we just went down that road, uh, Leap, Leap Day is this week. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The sun, the earth goes around the sun 365 days a year, but it's actually a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we get off the calendar, gets off schedule. So we have to throw in a leap day every four years, but mm. not every four years. Did you know that? No. Do you remember that from our calendars episode? No. It's got to be uh, a year divisible by four, but also um, I think divisible by 400. <laughs> Okay. Um, so the last time we didn't have one was the year 1900. And the next time we won't have a leap year is 2100. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. So happy birthday, Tony Robbins. Mm. <laughs> I like Tony Robbins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. 2100. Yeah. We be around. Yeah, well, you, I mean, when were you born? Wow, 1991. Uh, 109, not a chance. Maybe. Yeah, with AI. Yeah, you know, with all that stuff. I won't be, I won't be in this body anymore. Yeah, that shit. What is it? Uh, Neuralink? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get that. Turn that. Your conscience will be uploaded somewhere. Yeah, I'll be on a hard drive Put somewhere. That, uh, I'll be in the cloud. Well, the treadmill will work. <laughs> I'll, be e- <laughs> I'll be emailing you photos. You were like, yeah. text it to me. You'll be yeah. hitting your Neuralink. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be 129. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Let me see. Where... Yeah. Uh, oh, this week I'm in Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch Thursday. Nice. Friday, I'm in Hudsonville, Michigan. Then Vincent's, Indiana, Columbia, Tennessee. I'm very excited. Now it's this. I'm going to the Pacific Northwest Tacoma Comedy Club, March twenty second, twenty third. Haven't song. been since the Dead Horse. Yeah, with you. Yeah, and then uh, that's March twenty second, twenty third, and then twenty fourth. I'm at Helium in Portland, driving down to Portland. Nice, nice. So come yeah. see me. That's a there. fun run. Right. Yeah. That's a great club too. Yep. March fifteenth to sixteenth, I'm in Lowell, Arkansas, at Grove Comedy All Club. All right, that old favorite. Dusty's pictures on the side of the building. That's true. Uh, but oh, I'll be there. And then at the end of the month, March, uh, March 29th and 30th, I'm in Las Vegas at Wise Guys Comedy Club. So come on All out right. to that. I love going to the Grove. And uh, yeah, great. say hey to Bill. Uh, this weekend, I'll be in New Orleans at the Joy Theater, I believe. And then Friday, uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi at 
the Sanger Theater. Nice. Never yeah. done comedy in Mississippi. So I'm pretty pumped about it. And I like New Orleans, too. I like mm. doing comedy in New what Orleans. What town is it in Sanger? Hattiesburg, yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done Sanger. Are you yeah. doing uh No. You're no. Talking about the thing that yeah, we've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, cancer benefit yeah. show they do there every year. Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. If I am, I've not been told. Yeah. yeah. I think this is just a show purely for my own selfish profit. <laughs> yep. And the fans. Yeah. And the fans. <laughs> now, uh, I am excited to go to New Orleans and Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think I'm off this week. I could have worked. Yes. <laughs> if I wanted to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then next week, I'm in Philly, uh, Al- Albany, and Syracuse. And maybe something else, but I think it's that. I want to say it's those. And then April 13, 14, special David in Phoenix. So if you want to come out to that. Uh, uh, all right. All right. We're all back. <laughs> we love you. Hope you have a great week. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. <laughs>